0: You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that
1: Ooh,
0: culture? Uh, yes. My goodness. Ooh,
1: wow. Yeah. <gasps> Last Culturistas. Ding, Ding dong. Las culture. Culturi- oh, did you hear that?
0: <laughs> yes. It went out. <laughs>
1: we, we have to keep it. Okay. You don't know, want to know what? <laughs> so guess what, listeners at home. Oh my god. Literally. Literally. BTS, because we are dealing with a situation in
0: the studio right now where we all
2: can hear out of only one of
1: our ears. Yeah. In our in our
2: earphones. And
0: r- right before we hit record, <laughs> hot producer Mag. Yelled yeah. at us and said, No sudden movements. She said, Try to limit your movements. So, Bowen. Truly, I mean, I, I, no, no, no. no, no we, 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 okay, <gasps> we're, we're back. back. Oh, no, no, we're not. We're not. Here we are. Literally being. I, I feel imprisoned. I feel...
1: I, I don't feel good. I don't feel But dead. it's okay, because I, we're going to, as it's called, rally. Um, and I just want to say, I do want to reveal I am the cause of this, because the second you counted three, two, one, down to say... Yanked down, the the calling, I yanked my own cord, completely yeah, ignoring feel... the ground rules that were set before me. And that has resulted in us being here at this present moment with only one working headphone.
0: You know, it's... HPM is
1: presenting the box, uh, and she's going to try to fix it, Um, but in the meantime, this is where we are. This this was my impression of HPM earlier. No sudden movements. Yeah, she yelled. And you should know that all the hot producers here are also abusive, because that's what happens when you're hot. You treat people very badly. You have no sense of boundaries. You never learn empathy. No. So um, while she toils away, no. I have something else to address. Okay. Okay. I have an important thing to address. Go. Bo and Yang. Yes. You have bad lift etiquette. I'm sorry, what? I will, t- I will tell you how. You run into the middle of the road for a No, left. I wasn't doing you that. You absolutely no, do. No, I was
0: checking to see where the car was. I was like, I couldn't see our lift driver had like pulled up to the side and I couldn't see him on the street. And I just wanted, I just ducked. I did a little side, side step to see if he was on the road in the lane. When do you think I was born? Yesterday? Stop. I truly was like, okay, great. And then, and then I actually have, this is so, so, so patently false because I then really ran disgusting. to the left, opened the door, Said hi, Bowen. I have a friend coming in, so please yeah, don't drive. Off.
1: I'm actually not even done. Okay. So, and maybe this is a little bit of it. I don't think so, honey. Right off the fucking top. Okay. You run into the road, and you've been doing it even when we were in Los Angeles. You run into the road, and you can tell the Los Angeles drivers are like, "Hey, you don't need to do that here. It's chill. It's L.A." And you run into the road, and you'll you'll endanger yourself and me
2: by no. doing so. You- and
1: then now, let me get to my second part, okay. or the or the B portion of the argument. When you open the door to get in the car, okay, you don't get in one leg at a time. You crawl over the seat. You,
0: Bo and Yang, are a seat crawling. I'm in shorts, and my, I, my, I want my knees to hit the upholstery.
1: The last Cult Races <laughs> listeners have to chime in on this because we have to know. What do you mean crawling, crawling you in? You crawl, is- and your knees are all over the seat, damn. Why is that bad? It is so bad because it's like not how you get in the car. That's you get not, in that's not bad, one damn. leg at a time and you no. never put anything,
0: nothing except your butt should be on the no, seat. No, damn. Damn, no. You, I, damn, I, bird. I, I, damn bird. Damn bird. I can do. There's nothing unhygienic about my knees going on the seat. It's not about
1: unhygienic. It's it's that I don't it know. is. It's,
0: it's not It's it's not done. It's not done that okay, way. Okay, I don't know what they taught you at the fucking Long Island debutante ball that you- We like, don't have the- well, whatever. We have Street sixteens. Yeah, well they, and they tell you, oh, you, you, don't put your
1: don't put your butt on the seats. No, we don't go over that there. We only go over what kind of alcohol to drink in what water bottles. <laughs> that's what that, that's what goes down with wow. Street sixteens. I learned hilarious. how to get in the car the old-fashioned way, watching my mother and father. Thank you, who set a really good example for me, including wow. all the older cousins Very that I had.
0: Okay. I watched.
1: I would watch my older cousin Jesse get in the car, and I would say, okay, I've learned. it and wanted. here you are, I don't know who the fuck you've been following into vehicles, uh-huh. but I know you climbed all over the seat. Frequently your shoes
0: do, do. Oh, we're back. We're, we're back. Ba- and now is it because of me? Cause I, I, oh no, now it's gone. I, I was turning the jack. Okay. Sorry. I'm, all I'm saying you is Bowen Yang,
1: you're running into the road after lift.
0: Oh. You are
1: crawling all over the seats. It's questionable
0: behavior. You know who isn't questionable? <laughs> Without question. Without question. <laughs> a hot person who is not abusive. No, this person has never um, struck
1: me oh. or threatened to strike me. Though if they wanted to, I would allow if them. If they wanted to, I would allow yeah, them. Yeah,
0: this is a person that could hurt me. Truly, I, physically, I think about her. I, I my okay. soul gets lighter. Well, I can I say, happier. yeah, it's a joyful presence. And you two have such a deep connection. We have a deep
1: connection. Same spiritually. S- spiritually. Well, we met doing, at JFL. We were the same year at JFL. Yes. And you can tell, this is the energy of this person. Mm-hmm. Go. You have an interaction with this person. Yep. And then you walk away and you turn around and you go, wait, there was something there. <laughs> there is something there. And you have to understand the presence of a star. Yes. And so, oh, when you meet this person and the exchange is so damn good. Damn good. And then you hear they go on to great success, you say, well, I'm not surprised. And then when you watch their performance on the Saturday Night Live and you you see them slay, you say, well, that's because there was
0: something about that person. Something about that person. And I wasn't the person. only person
1: that thought it. Lauren Michaels also thought
0: you it. You think, yes, damn. <laughs> you think, damn, Bird. Damn, Bird. I... Really love her so much. What's it like
1: to share a space with her?
0: We don't share a space. Okay, never mind. But oh, but you mean just like the office? The, uh, the colleagues. We're such lovely colleagues. Ugh. She and I have written some things that haven't seen the light of day for good reason, I guess. Well, we really don't know <laughs> that. We love our guests so
1: much. A talented, talented comedian, and you should welcome into your an ears, incredible actress. Heidi Heidi Gardner. Gardner. Heidi. (laughs) That was you we were talking about.
3: I'm blushing. No, you're (laughs) not. No,
1: you are.
2: You are. It was
3: so nice. Didn't
1: you feel that we had a vibe at JFL?
3: We did have a vibe. We did have a vibe. Like (laughs) instant... Just like, kind oh, like I like you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I met those? your
1: incredibly dear family. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. My
3: husband was there and our like best friend, Rob, mm-hmm. who also immediately were like, we like him. Well, it's great to have a mutual
0: like. <laughs> yes. Have you met the mother, Heidi's mom? Have I met your mom? Oh I, my don't God. Think you have. I don't oh. think I have. Why is your mom an icon? An icon if there ever <sighs> fucking was one. Oh, my God. What makes your mother iconic?
3: She. Wears her sunglasses at night my entire life. (laughs) And she says, uh, also walking down the aisle at my wedding.
2: Like,
3: I thought, I'm not gonna have to have that discussion. She'll know (laughs) you don't wear the sunglasses down the aisle. And then as I'm going through wedding photos, I'm like, she wore the damn sunglasses. She No, because I was in the back. Yeah, of course, of course. She was
1: in the back. So what happens at weddings is they come out last. Oh.
0: Okay, I'm glaring at you. You need to know better. <laughs> but she, I met her at an after, and she, it was so, so such an energizing presence.
3: Her she, brag to Bowen, so she was yes. full sparkles. She had a sparkly dress on, sparkly tights, sparkly boots. Yes. And Bowen, and, and everyone else who was so kind to her at the after party, <laughs> like, the immediate thing they said was like, oh my God, you look great, because she really she did. Lo- she looked yeah. stunning. And <laughs> she let everyone know Whole outfit, five dollars. <laughs> like an H&M dollar dress, dollar general tights. Dollar outfit, oh god! You know, so every $5.
0: piece was
1: a was like a dollar. Yes. Holy shit. God. It wasn't even a one Not a
0: one It was a, yeah. Where is she living now? Because where is she shopping?
3: She's in Kansas City. She's in Kansas City, um, great, great, I actually just got a text from her that I feel like you guys would love. Please. Um, Please. It, was, <laughs> it was an iconic text. It was, it was an iconic text. She was at America's Best, um, which is like a lens crafter. She's getting new lenses for uh-huh, her, uh-huh. her glasses. Uh-huh. The first text was she saw a glasses case that had a kitten on it that looked m- like my cat, Cubby Bear. Cubby Bear. And so she's like, honey, it's cheap. I'll buy it for you. <laughs> and so I was like, I would love it. Thank you, Mom. And then she said, also, honey, you know I'm a bragger. 98% of the people... Working at America's Best, know who you
2: are. <laughs> ah! She's a bragger.
1: And who were those 2% that she didn't I get know. to? No. We have to go back. Oh my God. I think she
3: got to them. I just don't think yeah. they know who I they am. Did, oh, so she
1: oh. was checking to see that they knew. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't informing
0: them. And she ran the damn numbers.
1: <laughs> she ran the damn numbers. She crunched the figures. <laughs> she crunched the figures to get the, What is her name, her first name? Ernie.
0: Ernie. Ernie? <laughs> Come on. Nine Heidi. No. Uh, Heidi's, you know, Heidi's life. Heidi has people with people and pets with uh, incredible names. I want to say Tweaky. Yeah, Tweaky. Cubby Who the fuck is yeah. Tweaky? Tweaky
3: is her cat. Yeah, and, Tweaky. And
0: then her husband Zab. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. my other
3: cat Marshall.
0: Marshall. Marshall's a good cat mm-hmm. name.
3: Now, is Tweaky
1: named Tweaky because it's a Tweaky cat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure.
0: For sure. <laughs> She's a Tweaker.
1: It's kind of like how a white cat would be named Vanilla. Oh yeah. yeah. But yours is better because it's a
0: personality thing. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to be named based on the color of their fur? I want a Tweaky cat. But Tweaky's probably, um, is, is Tweaky hard to deal with sometimes?
2: Because
0: I, I remember when you moved her to New York.
3: She did act like a baby. Like, we were up at night with her. She was just so confused. New yeah. place and uh, up 11 floors rather than... Oh, wow. And so she cried all night. Like, <gasps> I don't have kids. This is going to sound very lame. No go. But I felt like, oh, this is how it feels. Like. Yeah. <laughs> because I would get up and I would take her into the living room and sit with her. <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> like Mother <It> Is, is.
1: <laughs> Well. <laughs>
0: well, uh, I have an announcement.
1: I have
3: an announcement. I, um, <laughs> have an
1: announcement. No, the cat... <laughs> The, the, the cat culture is difficult, I think, because they don't listen like dogs. You know what no. I mean? Dogs, I feel, are eat, like, the guy I'm dating now has a dog, and it's like, um, it really, she's only one and a half, and so it's she's sort of all over the place. Oh, she's so young. But you will tell her what to do, and she'll eventually get it. Whereas a cat, I think, is just kind of like, I don't know what it is about their personality. Maybe they're a little bit bitchy, but like they just kind of do what they do. And the cat, the cat's personality. It's kind of like you buy the cat; it's cute. You mm-hmm. get the personality that you get. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Speaking of pets, speaking of pets, any pets on the horizon for you in your new place? Oh, I don't think so. Mm, I, d- I think like um. Well, it's interesting because our 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 all our friends, uh, all of our friend, will Stephen just got a cat. Oh. And such a cute cat. I'm not a cat person, but that Tweaky and this new cat that Will got, cute, cute, cute. But I mm. feel like it's so hard to. It's so hard to have a pet. Yeah, when your schedule is when demanding. You, when you're working that.
3: When I hear job. that anyone that can resist getting a pet, uh-huh. I'm like, wow, you have good boundaries and self-control, I'm like
0: I'm thinking the grass is always greener because I'm like anyone who can have a pet, like you have such good responsibility and you have got to be such good sense of like whatever task management. I'm like I could never. I'm so like I'm such a hedonistic like blob when i'm not at work that i'm just like mm. i want to just sit here and not have to think about anything else yeah but i i, I want to have a dog eventually yeah
1: but you do have to ask the question who is it for is it for the animal or is it for you mm. mm-hmm. and tweaky sounds like tweaky lives a great life and marshall <laughs>
3: oh they really do a
1: full life <laughs> They
3: really do. a full life
1: with adventures and lots of food and everything like that yeah does you have anything in the do you have lots of toys for the animals
3: Yes, we have, like, there's this classic. Actually, I just told Will about this Uh because he has his new kitten. Right. The classic, like, best cat toy is called (laughs) Dubberd.
1: Dubberd? Dubberd,
3: yeah. So when you look for it, um, and it's just one of those ones where you, it's like a handle and then mm-hmm. a bird hangs
1: down from it but like that like that sort of wire with the thing on the end and you go like that like you yes. get kind of, it's like a fishing pole with a cat, yes. or with it with a bird oh my but God, this yeah. is like a
3: big bird it's just feathers it doesn't really look like a bird but you know they think it does Yeah. so they love that and then but also sometimes like the other day I took um just a ribbon that I had lying around and I um took one of their just mice that are on the floor, <laughs> fake stuffed ones, and I tied the mouse's tail to oh the ribbon God, and crashed. made my own toy. And yeah. they're super into it. So. Yes,
0: I think <laughs> Toy Maker Heidi.
1: Toy Maker. Yes. Toy but Toy Maker. There'll be no more Toy Makers, makers for the King. king. Do you know that? that no, song? what is
0: that? Is that it's King and from, I? Uh, no. No. That, what am I? Saying? Um.
1: It's from. Did you watch Christmas specials when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Like I believe it's from. Um, Ugh, God. Well, like, it's, it's from one of those claymation things. Okay. okay. Sometimes I'll, like, say, like, like, like even Rudolph. Yeah. You guys watch Rudolph when you yes. were a kid? I think it's because I'm dating a Jewish man.
0: I was like, you know this reference, Rudolph. And he's like, no. <laughs> oh, and you think that's because he's Jewish that he doesn't know the Christmas Yeah, that's thing? a Christmas special. Okay. Oh, he and and he he was one of those people. I don't know.
1: See, the thing is, like, I'm from a culture where it's like, it, 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 I'm from like, <laughs> I'm from a culture of Long Island where it's like pretty much everyone is like, even like Jewish people that I knew were like, yes, we do Christmas because it's Long Island culture. But then I talk to people and they're like, no, I don't know any Christmas things. It's not part of my. Oh, purview. and this guy is
0: Flor- Florida Jew, which is Florida Jew, different. and
1: yeah, I think I I don't know exactly like. What, because I have, then I think about it, I have no point of reference for any like Hanukkah stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do you have, were you a Christmas, are you a Christmas girl?
3: Yes, a Christmas girl. And also when I hear that, like in Jewish culture, not doing Christmas, obviously, because it's not part of it. But uh, I also see that (laughs) as really good boundaries and self control because it's like, if you, because it feels like if you could, even though it's not. Like, why not? Yeah, so I just right. think, wow.
1: There were a lot I remember I did have some Jewish friends growing up who were like, We also do Christmas. And it's like yeah. interesting. And I thought that I honestly grew up thinking like, well, even if it's not your thing, everyone does Christmas. Christmas is <laughs> that,
0: such like
1: yeah. set you
0: know Right. But Christmas. Is such, Christmas is such a like a Rorschach test for people because and at least in terms of like upbringing, because I know I know someone who like was in such a religious family, mm-hmm. such a religious Christian family that they didn't celebrate Christmas. Does that make sense? Because yeah, the because, mm-hmm. because Christmas takes away from the religion of it all. Exactly. And yes. it's, 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 it loops back around it being so secular that like they can't touch it. Yes. Or you have like the Christians who love like, or you have like the people who are so like into Christmas for all the holy reasons. And yeah. then there are people who like are into Christmas for the secular reasons. It's like, it's like, it's, There are so many different ways to come in on it. And they see Mariah Carey stomp in and they say, I don't think so, Mm -hmm. honey. For me, you know what? I think Christmas changes year to year for me. Either like two years ago, I remember I was total Scrooge hated it. (gasps) Last year, I loved it. Three years ago, didn't care. Like I it's Christmas is weird.
1: I like it every year. Are you from a
0: village fam?
3: No, not from a religious fam, and so Christmas is about presents. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's about presents and Mariah.
3: It is. And Mariah? I mean, my I was so I was like that little kid that would um, get up in the middle of the night and unwrap the ones that my like. Uh, my mammo and vampos and then tape it back up. Uh-huh. And wow. So they knew that me and my older brother were doing that. So then they would do early Christmas presents. Like we were disgusting. Oh, oh like- <laughs> so you were
1: so badly behaved that they were like we can't even enjoy this. Yes. Like doing the to- presents
0: early. Yes. Early Christmas presents on top of regular Christmas yes. presents. Wow.
1: Hi. Yes. that I, I guess that. that's a way to get more that. presents.
0: Were you a Santa hunter?
3: A Santa hunter like
1: like were you up being like tonight's the night?
3: Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I was like gonna get Santa like I fully stayed up all night and I was like tonight's the fucking tonight's night. The night. <laughs> and I remember my grandmother was over and um I heard her say something and spoiler alert for anyone who's listening to this podcast who thinks that in a world where Santa is just spoiler alert we're gonna spoil the fact that Santa's not real. Okay. Thank you. So I went down and was like peering around my balcony. And my grandmother said to my dad, ooh, what a busy Santa you've been. And oh. I was like, gotcha. Oh. Gotcha. So, she, oh. so they knew you were going to get up? It was four in the morning.
2: <laughs> and she said
1: it to my father because he was bringing in the gifts. And she oh. said, oh, what a busy Santa you've been. And I literally remember being like, I got what I came for. And I went back
3: to bed. It sounds like your grandma was flirting with your dad. (laughs) Yeah, she was she was like,
0: ooh, Santa. I saw grandma kissing dad. Dad? Ah!
3: No! No! Santa's
0: out of the equation. Wow.
1: Now this is (laughs)
3: embarrassing, but I wish full on, if I had three wishes, that Santa was real. Yeah, that'd be
1: good. That's so nice. See, the
2: thing is though.
1: And I thought I think about this a lot. So he could, that would be. What is going on the whole year? Like, is it genuinely, like, if Santa's real, like, is he, like, literally, like, doing research on every kid in America being like, okay, this person's not getting gifts, this person's in the middle of my list. Like, what's
0: his life? Or it's one of those things where he just has to decompress. 364 days out of the year where yeah. he's just like, it's so much work in one night. Uh-uh. He deb- would
3: be busy. If he was giving, and I don't <laughs> think he would be, I think every kid gets presents. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he would be doing bad, no, good. no, no, no. Because even if you're bad, you deserve a present. Anything. Yeah. But I think making, seeing what every single kid in the whole entire world <laughs> is doing. What w- you would need. Oh, would, want. would want. You You'd need There's the whole year. There's a lot year. of work. That's that, a lot you would of work. need the whole year.
1: And also right. probably you would have a lot of people working for you too. Mm-hmm. Like the elves I think would be less making toys and mer- memorabilia and more just like assisting like kind of like being like like an like an assistant role or like you know yeah. or like a yeah. managerial clerical clerical they really what they do is a lot of like spreadsheets
3: yeah ebay ebay trying to find memorabilia
2: yes
1: yes yes honestly you need some people that are like uh, some meteorologist types to make sure that we're mapping out a travel plan there's Mm -hmm. so much that goes into it (laughs) I will
0: say just I mean Heidi that's such a nice idea if Santa were real but I feel like if you were to bring Santa into this world you would be creating a life You'd be creating a, a man who is who suffers so much, mm-hmm. and and would you feel comfortable bringing into the world a man whose only purpose is to make other people happy? Like I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't live, I couldn't live with that. Mm. But if that made mean?
3: him happy, I mean, honestly, he's this so stressed sound, out. Yeah, but this will sound cheesy, but I mean, like when you make a kid <laughs> smile or oh. when you give a kid a gift, for real though, it no, feels it's so good. Nice.
1: It does so feel nice. good. I love to watch children smile. It's yes. just that Bowen doesn't. <laughs> He's the kind of bitch who doesn't like when a kid smiles. He
3: won't even get a pet. He He won't even get a pet. pet. (laughs) You have to understand.
1: He's operating in a different (laughs) wavelength. (laughs) My thing is, like, I'm wondering what I would be comfortable with Santa making per year. Probably it's a seven-figure situation. I mean, I'm going to think maybe even, like, eight figures. Like, he might be making ten million. Santa has
0: (laughs) to be, like, a trillionaire (laughs) in order for us to, like, for him to be so untouchable and, like, like he, like he, there's no way that he will ever like. It's gotta be, be poor. Amazon,
1: Jeff Bezos, Disney, Bob D- Iger, and the North Pole Santa.
0: Okay. And the North Pole is, like, the, the corporation.
1: I think, honestly, if we're going to name the LLC, it'd probably would be something called North, North Pole. Pole LLC, um, Ho 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 LLC. Mm-hmm. And what's Mrs. Claus doing? Is she just, like, posted up, or is she involved? Yeah. She's, she's the first lady.
3: Yeah, she's running things, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. Which... Like the first
1: lady, she'd probably need, like, a platform.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like,
0: be best. Be best. Or let's mm-hmm. move. Or let's move. Yeah. I think... Um, I think this is like probably like a really in-depth discussion about Santa more, th- more so than, we've, than I've ever had in my whole life.
1: And to bravely have this conversation w- w- without it even being the Christmas season
2: <laughs> so brave. It's really, really
1: brave, brave and it's important. <laughs> is that your favorite holiday, Chris?
3: I really like Thanksgiving too. Why? The food, the food.
0: The You food. do enjoy the food?: Yeah. The food and the weather.
1: Okay, the weather is pretty good, but <laughs> I just can't be doing turkey.
3: Stop. I mean, not even the turkey. It's not about the turkey.
1: It's about stuffing for you?
3: And sides nice. and just massive amounts. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's <laughs> See, my, it's my I, number one. I don't know. I think Christmas is my number one holiday because I don't like Halloween.
2: hmm mm.
3: Because I feel
1: like we dress up enough. Oh. Yeah. Don't you feel like Halloween doesn't excite you? Because you always get to wear a different wig. hmm
3: That's yeah. true. And you it, some- it's never... It's just never that. It's like the New Year's. For me, it's like you I've I have done so many costumes that I thought would be a hit. Yeah. And just nothing. No. Nothing. Come on. And
1: yeah. then then like you show up yeah. and like you're uncomfortable. That's the thing about Halloween too, is it's like it's never a comfortable costume. Like sometimes I'll just like dress up as a something shitty because I wanted to wear good clothes. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I want it to be comfortable. I want I don't want I like but then you have to look hot. When you were single, did you feel the pressure to like look hot on Halloween, or after you were single, hmm. or after?
3: I no, I think I was never like vulnerable enough to really like be like this is what I want. Like I'll just, I was just like I'm gonna be funny. Yeah. Or just I, you know, even but but you also do that thing where you're like funny, like like my friend and I were like Siegfried and Roy and the tiger, you know. <laughs> That's and really I was good. the tiger, but it, I was like, so I'll be funny, but I'll like do really cute cat makeup. <laughs>
2: and like <laughs> the
3: blood will be cute. You know, cute it'll be blood. played. Yes. It was just like, yeah, just go for it if that's what you want.
1: I love that. Halloween it, Halloween is to me, honestly, New Year's Eve is a dress-up holiday, too, in terms of costume, I think. Because you can just go out wearing, like, a little crown Mm
2: -hmm. or wearing,
1: like, some funky glasses and everyone's just like, oh, it's it's New Year's Eve, let them. But you are in drag in a costume. Hmm. And also, New Year's Eve... There comes a point which is the most exciting, and then everyone knows to leave. Whereas Halloween is just c- sort of like dirge
0: extended, and it depends mm. depending on what day of the week it falls on. Like you don't know what nights to go on. And out. that's the whole thing too. Sure,
1: that's the whole thing
0: too. That's the whole thing too. You know,
1: I heard they do Halloween very well in L.A. Oh, like I heard like like Santa Monica Boulevard is is pretty fun. In yeah, Halloween. so
3: that's though where I had so I had a year for that parade, which was just huge, mm-hmm. where I was like, I am going to kill. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga was like two years into being famous, so like big. And again, rather than just being Lady Gaga, cause I was like, that's like too cool and pretty. I was like, I'm gonna do something funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was Lady Gallagher, the comedian that would like hit water. the watermelon. So it was like lady- a mismatch. <laughs> it was like both things. I had the mallet and like the mustache, but I had the hair. And I was like, oh, this parade is going to love me. <laughs> they were and like, what is this? I dared uh, my husband Zeb and our friend to, I, as a joke, because I was like, you guys are going to fall on your faces at this parade. Will you please be the Matrix twins? Mm-hmm. Remember yeah, like, those Matrix twins? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, of course. Because it was like nine years later, and I'm like, you're going to get laughed off the block, Santa Monica. <laughs> They were the hit. Oh, of right. no. Like I'm not men, women throwing themselves at the twins. The twins. But it was your idea. It was my idea, but I wanted. I thought pe- they were going to get made fun of. They were the hit. I mean, they were going into secret rooms, like off barber shops, like that. They were like they were for sure sex rooms and stuff. And like no one, no one commented on my costume. No one got it. No, no one. Yeah. And then that my other friend Austin had. I had helped. And put together his co- costume, which was John Travolta from Battlefield Earth. Yes. Oh, yes. Which looked incredible, too. And one person commented on it. It was all <laughs> the twins. That's oh,
0: cool. my uh, God. The twin. It was Zeb and who?
3: Zeb and our friend Brad. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, and Zeb couldn't give a
0: shit about Halloween. Or maybe Zeb likes it.
3: No, the year before, I. this is so bad. I made Zeb be Dr. Evil, also <laughs> to be made fun of. And it was a hat. And that hit. one he um <laughs> did his own makeup <laughs> and did his own bald cap and it was <laughs> he did not come close to Dr. Evil. He just looked so sick. Like, and he almost didn't go out.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) Honestly, dressing up as
0: Dr. Evil is funny. It's really funny no
1: matter what. And doing this, (laughs) it's timeless. It's timeless. without time.
0: You have had some really hit or miss Halloweens, Matthew. Go ahead, judge me. So last year. Drag
1: me, absolutely drag.
0: Last year you did Gay Jackson Maine. (laughs) Yeah, it was so stupid. It was like, I had no, it literally
1: was just Like I wore this wig that looked like Bradley Cooper that I had. No, it
3: did not look like Bradley Cooper. It It did.
1: That was the only
0: part of the costume that was was good. Thick, curly, raven-haired wig, and then you wore like black a black lace top. You wore (laughs) eyeliner and a cowboy hat, and that was C.K. Jackson, Maine. No, was so dumb. I
1: looked really. Really good from the from the head up. I uh, thought the thing with me like is like if ever I'm, I'm gonna do like, gay anything if I'm gonna do my own ma- own makeup ever. But what I do with eyeliner is so stupid. Like I I just I look like a raccoon every single time because I don't understand that you just do the top. Like I always give myself like a thick bottom, and I'm just like because I really want to achieve my makeup goals, which is the smoky eye.
0: That's, uh, I not, just want
1: to be able to apply my own smoky eye and I want it to be like really stark like Kelly Clarkson
0: in the breakaway era. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm you, saying? The number one smoky eye of all time was Reese Witherspoon at the 2007 Oscars when she wore that like dusty purple dress and she had like this perfect smoky eye to match. I love a smoky eye. Anyway,
1: boom. I
3: but I love it too but it doesn't work on everyone.
0: I know, that's and
1: what
2: it
3: you is. You think that it should and that might be what's going on.
1: I think you know what it is, my eyebrows are too. No,
0: no, 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 no. No, you are good. Eyebrows. The eyebrows. Yeah, but that doesn't
1: thank you, but that they are so thick so it's like the smoky eye is like not gonna Well
0: for you it's different because your your eyebrows are arched, your brow bone is arched is such a deep cliff over your eyelids maybe. Like it's so it juts out so far in a good way. You're saying I have a deep cliff? I'm saying like you have you have a deep clip into your eyelid, hmm. so that might be part of it. Like the light, there's like shadow that's being casted down onto the eye, so it blocks, it obscures the smoky. Oh my god! Anyway. So you think that you could pull off a better smoky? No, eye? I definitely can't. You know, I you know what I can't pull off is a cat eye because any, I any, love a cat eye. Any <laughs> eyeliner I go like gets sucked up into my eyelid because of my almond, and it just like. <laughs> What's like, your
1: almond? My
0: almond dye. It's like the Asian. Like, oh. It's instead, it's like a it's like a nice PC way of saying like mm. small eyes for Asian people. Okay, almond. Got gotcha. almond dye. Almond dye. I was gonna say, um, I do want to talk about makeup. Hold on, but <laughs> I, th- oh, I I have to document. I think Matt, what you do is your Halloween costumes have been day of k- character day of, but characters that you made up that day, where you'll be like, I'm like I was one time five b- years ago. We were, I was like, who are you? And you were like. I'm the the sexy secretary at work. Her name is Gina or something.
1: Yeah, Oh, one time I just, like, (laughs) dressed up as a woman, put on a busted wig, and, like, got drunk, and I was like, I'm I'm the fucked-up secretary at the party. Gina. 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 (laughs) And and then everyone was like, what's... And she had, like, a full character game, um, which was that... um, she was daring people to throw drinks on her, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend Luke did throw a wax candle on me and wow. i and actually, to be honest with you, do you all know whose dress I was wearing and that it was ruined? Sudie greens. green's really? It was Sudie green's quote unquote good black dress that I use for costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and our friend, what she did, she wore it. I remember she wore it. She played Joan from Mad Men in a sketch one time that we were doing, and she, she used to wear that dress. And I was like, can I wear this tonight? And she's like, yeah, just don't ruin it. And then my friend Luke threw <laughs> wax. wax on it, and the text that she sent him <laughs> afterwards was historic. What did she say? She was like, I don't understand why you would do this. And I was like, okay. Sue and then me. I was like, she was like, you'll pay for the dress, and this is what I'm going to reveal <laughs> right now. The dress was like $15, <laughs> and I think he paid
0: like 70 bucks. Oh. oh, so she scammed his ass. She scammed his ass. Scammed his ass. Yeah.
3: Like dry cleaning bill, or she asked for money to I buy mean, I mean, I
1: can dress. tell you that the dress is still ruined and was never replaced. It's like probably at the bottom of a prop bag that I still have. But honestly, that, that costume was a fail, if only for its tragic ending. But I have had some good ones. I was also your husband, who's having an affair at work. And I just like wore a white button down and loosened it and had like lipstick on my collar. Okay, easy. easy, easy. I give it to you, public domain. Easy. <laughs> and okay. then I was Jason Stackhouse one time in True oh, Blood era. Did you watch True Blood?
3: No, but I think I can see you in my head. Yeah, yeah. 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 you were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Like> maybe.
1: <laughs> you can. I was like white trash. You can. Okay.
0: You can see. Yeah. But
1: but what do you want to say about makeup?
0: Oh, I'm starting to wear a little bit of it. I'm <gasps> not wearing it today. But I, I got you put d- highlighter on. Sometimes I'll put it I'll put a little highlight on. Put a damn put some damn concealer on. Mm. Maybe even put some setting powder just to like let it all let it all let it all like set. Makeup queen. Yeah. And I'm just I'm thinking like how does that get passed down to you? Like I like how do you like how do you learn it except from a video, I guess? Uh, like how did people just learn it before? How did you learn know. makeup?
3: I I think it was a little bit watching my mom. Yeah. Great. A little bit playing around. I don't Great. know. You just start See, that's
1: you it's like when you when people are able to pick up a guitar and just play, you know those infuriating mm-hmm. people are <laughs> yeah. you one of those people?
3: With, with a, makeup? no. Are you
1: with musical? Makeup, no. <laughs> All right, you can say. <laughs> but with makeup like some people can just be like, "Hmm, I'm going to just play around." And they do something incredible to their face. Meanwhile, yes. I look like a raccoon every time I do it.
3: I will say the cutest thing I've ever seen is a few years ago I was home at my brother and sister-in-law's just over the holidays and they have daughters who had friends over. So uh, there were probably like six girls there that were like under the age of seven. And I like went into the other room to like get ready for dinner and I sat in front of like I I think I asked to use one of my niece's mirrors. So I sat in front of her mirror and I was like I'm just going to do my makeup and these little tinies all gathered around me oh. and just watched me do <gasps> my makeup like they were watching TV. Oh and I was my like, God. that's right. Like I yeah, forgot when yeah, you're yeah. that little and there's makeup involved, they were just like, they just want to oh, see. Transfixed. Yes, wow. it was very cute. I
1: remember being enamored with it too. Maybe it's like a a, a a thing because I remember watching my mom. Like that was actually a part of, um I think it was other people, like just right, him right, right. sitting in the room while his mother did, the makeup, like that really struck me. Like just remembering what it was to be like, like younger and like your mom doing her makeup around her or doing her hair. My mom had a salon in our house, like a little hair salon because she worked out of the house. So it was like truly like a room for my hair, a little (coughs) gay boy's dream. Mm -hmm. But I would watch her do hair all the time and her makeup all the time. It's it's a thing. It is like, it's like theater. Yes.
0: Did you ever reach in? Theater of the face. Theater of the face. Did you ever reach into, title of that, did you ever reach into your mom's makeup stuff? I would, I... Never
1: the makeup stuff.
0: I've blacked out moments where I, and like it's slowly coming back to me now, truly, as we're talking about this, is I would like reach under like the sink Mm -hmm. in my mom's bathroom and just like grab her makeup kit and like put it on. And and I think, like, I don't know, I try not to take too much so that she would notice, Mm -hmm. but I would like put lipstick on and like put like eyeshadow on, and it was. Well, she probably noticed. So much.
1: She definitely noticed. (laughs) It was makeup on
0: your face. But, like, for her, it's, like, this, for her, I think it was, like, this chilling thing. But for me, it was, like, but also, like, fun. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Cute. I
3: I would do, so on Sunday, and you know my mom and we were talking about, you know, such a presence of a woman. (laughs) Um, On Sundays, I would just ask, can I go into your room oh. and so she would let me have the entire day in her room and she used to have like you know like those old hat boxes those beautiful ones yeah, that hats yes, would yes, come yes. in so she had like six of those stacked up that all had old beautiful hats with like the mm. the <gasps> lace like you know yes, and feathers yes. she had her whole top drawer was costume jewelry of my grandma's And then she used to wear, like, the mini velvet dresses with rhinestones and bolero jackets. Mm. And she had those, like, lingerie heels with the ostrich feathers. Yeah. So Sunday's just hours of dress-up with that stuff.
2: Yeah, I
1: was going to ask if you were, like, a dress-up kid. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: with adult mother clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: honestly, that's some of the best costumes you could ever find. Like, I've never experienced any garment, like... My mother had this, like, um, I wore it in this web series that I did called Broadway Ants, where we played, like, these aunts from Long Island who loved Broadway, who didn't have kids, <laughs> but they loved theater. So my mom had this, like, <laughs> truly, like, head-to-toe pantsuit that was leopard print.
2: Yeah. And I'm
1: like, mm. where did you wear this? But yes. it was truly S- wow. fle- like floor to ceiling like leopard 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 and then she had a lot of cheetah and leopard stuff. Oh. Wow. Which is like that's Jeez. huge. That's costume.
3: Yes. Yeah. So fun.
1: I mean uh, the thing is like I just I wish there were more wigs around the house because I used to take the towels from I used to take a towel and put it in my back of my shirt and right. I would pretend it was hair. Oh. This is like we were literally talking on the way over here, like Bowen read a study about how gay, being gay is not necessarily genetic. It like there are environmental factors. So the fact that there were a lot of towels around, of course I was going to think they could be my hair. So I put it, I would put this, the hair in my back. I would say my name was Tina and I would run around the yard cause I saw a contestant on legends of the hidden temple named Tina and uh-huh. I, I I thought she was my icon. So then I was Tina and I would run around and my mom would be like, he's pretending to be a superhero. Oh. He's pretended to be Superman. He To, is. to who? He, to and to your was, dad? Yeah, to like everyone. Oh, like, and they were t- like, what's yeah. he doing? And they were like, oh, he's a superhero I'd run up and I'd be like, I'm Tina.
0: <laughs> and Tina's a superhero. I'm Tina. And then
1: my mom said she asked, like <laughs> this is so early 90s, but like she asked the doctor like what could, what this could be. And the oh. doctor was like, It means he's very smart. It means he's willing to take on different I- alter egos and identities. It means he's curious about the world. And she's like, okay,
3: cool. Wow. being like, Superman. Yeah. They're
0: like, yeah. Wow.
1: And I was like,
3: I'm Tina.
0: Oh. I'm Tina. <laughs> Tina.
3: Tina. I,
0: I went the other way where I would put on a hat. And this is very, this is a little too hetero even. Mm-hmm. I would put on a hat and be like, I'm the dark lord. And the I Dark would, Lord. I go, this Sundays at Chinese Jesus. school. No, no, no. But I, it was it was like me like making sure the other the younger kids were having fun, and I would like
3: as the Dark Lord.
0: As, and I was the Dark Lord, and these and these kids were like warriors who had to kill me. And I no, but it was so fun. I was, this is of your own design. This is of my own. Des- I would play. I would like LARP <laughs> with these kids when I was like ten years old, with these like five year olds who were at the Chinese school. When I was ten. <laughs> And they would have to chase me and like kill me kill with like you. their mystical swords. Did they kill you every time? Yes. And they were like, <laughs> and they loved it. You acting I gave out of fantasy where it. you are the Dark Lord,
1: <laughs> telling them you have to kill me, <laughs> and allowing them to kill you every time is very you. It's.
0: Meanwhile, I am Tina. You are Tina. <laughs> wow, Tina and the Dark Lord. Tina and the Dark Lord. Heidi, if you could, th- if if you can think of a childhood alter ego you had, who would that be?
3: Oh, my God. A childhood alter ego. You know, I had this gymnastics teacher, uh-huh. and her name was Jennifer. <laughs> and so I was probably nine, and she was 20. <laughs> the and best. And bleach blonde. Natural blonde. I want to say bleach blonde. Okay. She didn't have to die. Yeah, she wow. came that way. Wow. Highest ponytail in the world. Was Ugh. still wearing it to the side. Mm. Leotards, mm. jean jackets. <laughs> and she... Frickin' Jennifer, twenty-year-old gymnastic teacher, total dream girl, babe, came to my fourth-grade birthday party. Oh my
1: oh, wow. oh, God! God. And, she ca- showed and, and, now, and now, imagine <laughs> that you are a twenty-year-old girl going to, to a, a fourth grader's birthday party.
3: It's like what a
2: loser! You think, you think in
1: your life, like, wow, that was so amazing when Jennifer came. She was a twenty-year-old girl. She had a high pony, and she came to my
0: birthday at fourth grade. And then you're like, what? I think there's enough 11 years is enough of an age difference there or 10 like is enough of an age difference where where it's it's weird it's weird if it's a 20 year old showing up to like a 14 year old's party
1: I disagree (laughs) I can see them being friends maybe they were friends like maybe they were on the same like (laughs)
0: <laughs> Jennifer team. where are you If I you're know. listening She
3: Jennifer. just knew it would mean a lot to me And that's, it she was did being nice. and you remembered
0: it to this day
3: Or her and my dad had something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like, Now That's the first time that ever hit me But she was oh his my type. god,
1: She was this
2: uh,
0: Okay we got <laughs> Tina the Dark Lord and Jennifer Jennifer yeah. could be beautiful.
1: one of your characters
0: <laughs> the 20-year-old Jennifer. who's
1: at the fourth fourth graders birthday party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one,
0: one of your characters? Yeah, <laughs> one of your characters. That can be,
1: I feel like I'm literally like like that old aunt that's like that should be when you act. That's good. You should do that one. That's a sketch. That's good. Let's that's go a out. sketch. Wow. Can't um, believe I saw well not the birth of but I saw before everyone else your uh, characters you have made iconic on the SNL. Bailey such as no. Who? The boxer's girlfriend. Oh my god! You
2: did. I did. I yeah. saw that
1: before everyone
2: else.
3: <laughs> and J-Pom. I said, "This is a
1: damn good character." Was that based on Amy Adams? It was based
3: fighter? on all oh. of them: yeah. Rachel McAdams and Southpaw, Amy Adams.
1: You yeah. forget it's about so Rachel McAdams, McAdams and in Southpaw. Southpaw.
3: Yeah. yeah, which was almost better dialogue than Amy Adams and that. Really? Fight. What? Did, what, yeah. what,
0: is, what is? What is? She literally is like that.
3: Wait, that's, it's, it's, it's her. Archetype? It, ben
0: McKenzie?
1: No,
2: Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: No. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, I'm so sorry. Yeah,
3: I think that. Rachel McAdams is the one that like, flat out says, like, I'm the fighter, or like, I fight for our family, or something like. Great. There was something, oh, that was the thing that first gave me, watching the preview, that gave me the like, <laughs> wait a second, that sounds a lot like what Amy Adams said. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is such a, a, it's a good observation. And But I will say, doesn't it, Rachel McAdams get it in that movie? I believe she gets, mm-hmm. spoiler alert,
0: gunned down. <laughs> Oh no!
1: Yeah, that's like a crazy part of the movie in the beginning. It's like some, like some, like someone that doesn't like Dick Gyllenhaal shows up, and there's like a there's gunfire, and Rachel McAdams like unfortunately so, passes away. I yeah. think and that, it's brutal.
0: You don't kill off Rachel McAdams. You can't. Well, that's exactly why you do,
1: because people say you can't. <laughs> oh my
0: God! And that's then when and then, <laughs> and that's the
1: secret. It's kind of like it. Remember in Dark Knight when Maggie Gyllenhaal blew up? Yeah, I can't believe that. Happened. I would never believe no, you that, never that would, happened. you never would have guessed never would have guessed
3: yeah i that one i could see really yeah oh. i don't think we loved her <laughs> well <laughs> I, no i don't think anyone
1: loved rachel dawes which is the, the character right. the name character the character's name but it was just shocking to me that mo- i had never seen a movie like that like i remember i was watching it with my best friend from high school lorien and i turned to her in shock and she said to me I just gained so much respect for this movie.
3: Oh, my oh God.
1: wow. <laughs> that they allowed Maggie to blow up because I think like, honestly, honestly, I think <laughs> no. that watching, mo- no, I kind of get what she was saying. I, yeah, I agreed. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, because the thing is like, you would never a, kill off this character because it's too like,
0: it's a subversion. Yeah. It's yeah, a
1: subversion sure. that we hadn't seen before. And yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. wow, now I truly believe that anything could happen because they did that because no superhero movie is like, you know, Spider-Man wasn't going to kill Kirsten Dunst. Right. Yeah. Which is probably why they didn't go with Gwen Stacy. They had she played Mary Jane because Gwen Stacy famously dies in in the comic yes. books. Yes. Are yes. you a comic book queen?
3: I'm not. Yeah. Um, my husband Zeb, he writes for Marvel, so he is yes. a comic book queen. queen.
1: That is the <laughs> coolest. He is a comic book queen. That is such a cool fucking
3: job. It is a cool job. Does he love yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. He wrote for them like. 10 years ago then like took a break and now he's writing there again and you can tell he's um he's excited feeling
1: feeling himself (laughs) i I literally now i'm thinking about like With all the Marvel, it feels like Marvel is still everywhere. And I'm kind of like, now I feel like we're at this point where it's like, are you going to submit and actually like know what everything is? Or are you going to be like, I can't do this. It's so much stuff. I mean, it's
0: all, it's very accessible. Like you literally could just like download the app on your phone and buy like old issues and volumes. Mm. And like read through like Ultimate Avengers and be like, I know everything about. What are the Eternals? The Eternals are a race of... Like beings. Aliens, right? They're aliens who are like supposed to fight. I, I don't know. Fully what so, they you are know, yet. this is <laughs> like the new Avengers.
3: Yeah. Is the Eternals. Yeah.
1: And Angelina Jolie is in it, blonde. Oh, speaking of wigs,
3: we've seen a picture.
1: We've seen like a still, and she is blonde. And I believe it's the first time that Angelina Jolie has been blonde since Life or something like it. Whoa! Remember that movie? Was that
0: after? That was after Girl Interrupted. It it? was
1: like right around that time. But they were like, it was was like sort of like a romantic comedy, I guess. And she had blonde hair. And I think she played like someone
0: who who
1: who thought she was gonna die in twenty four hours or something, and then doesn't.
0: Someone checked this fact. Like, fact-checked this and wrote it, and you read that.
3: Wasn't She Blonde and Gone in 60 Seconds, too?
0: She was.
1: Oh. Blonde with dreads. Yeah. Wow.
3: <laughs> but I don't know. Did that come?
1: I, I, it had to be after. Okay. Gone in 60 Seconds feels like a movie that you're like, yeah, I won an Oscar. Um, What do I say yes to uh, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know that period of time wow. after you win an Oscar? We all know. We all, we all know. Where it's, it's just like, crazy. what you gonna do now, huh? And it's like Halle Berry has kind of not really like popped off in the way. Like mm. some people have an after Oscars curse. Right. This is what Hollywood says. Where it takes, it's a few year Hillary period swing. of like weirdness mm-hmm. before you figure out like where you fit in still. Like you yeah. win the Oscar and you think, oh wow, every opportunity is mine. Really. The thing about having every opportunity is you can choose the wrong you ones. You can say
0: no or you can
1: say or, no too many times. R- exactly. Yeah. Because you're looking for the next thing. right? And then
3: also you could just look at it like, Oh wait, that was the opportunity. Yeah. Like that was it.
0: And and you and you did it. And yeah, and you you were rewarded for it.
3: Quit. Quit. (laughs) I wonder what
0: it quit. (laughs) I wonder what it feels like the day
1: after you win an Oscar. Because there's like those like months of lead up where they do all the press and like, like you know you're gonna be up for it. And then you win. That moment has to feel like euphoric.
0: And then the next day is like, what? It's probably just like a come down of like a drug or something. You're yeah. just like, mm-hmm. mm, like, I don't know. You're just kind of a a, a a wiped slate for like two days or something. I don't know.
1: I think yeah. I'd be happy every day if Aww. I won an Oscar. Mm. I'd just be like, well, I won an Oscar. <laughs> that's, the, that, that's the thing. Mm. You think it's going to make you happy, but that's the whole secret of Hollywood. That's Nothing Hollywood. does. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nothing makes you happy. You know, they said in Wicked... <laughs> Cause getting your dreams is strange But it seems a little, well, well complicated. complicated And no truer words
0: have ever been so actually sung No, and you, you cut off too quick Cause the next lyrics are There's a kind of a sort of cost, cost. There's,
2: There's a, a
0: couple of things th- get
1: lost There are bridges you girls you didn't know You girls Are you familiar with Wicked?
3: I am. (laughs) I I fully thought at the end of the first act, the show was over, and what? when I was told oh, there was going to be another act, you I thought
1: was Defying was Gravity was is the as end.
0: big as this gets. It
3: seemed huge, well, and it then is I was like, "There's more."
0: <laughs> it is as big as it
1: gets. That is so coming from out of town to see a Broadway show. <laughs> like, more. oh, that was great. And then they say, "Well, Act Two is just going to begin in ten minutes," and you're like, "What?" what? <laughs> Come on! We went. We were in. We were in Fire Island, and um, we were went off on this riff. Cole Escola was there, and he was like, "We were talking about how Countess Luann is gonna do Chicago on Broadway." Oh,
2: yeah! So this is like
1: happening. <laughs> and the thing is, like, we were like. Like what? Who is she drawing in? Like, are people from out of town coming in to see Countess Luann? And I thought maybe, Maybe. but then I thought about like those dads that like come to see like um, like unique, like authentic New York things, and they (laughs) like they would want to come to like um, New York. I'm like, I don't want to see Countess Luann. I want to see a New York character actress up there. I want to see a union woman up there acting her heart out. (laughs) (laughs) I come to New York for the good New York pizza and to see New York York character character actresses actresses. who really stop the boards Ah. get get up there and work work hard for it they've had their equity cards for decades they're hard-earned equity cards i want to see them raise them high
0: like a suburban dad saying yeah just like that you gotta go to new york for the for the unknown actors so i mean countess luann like works i think in that what no, I'm saying like like she's like a celebrity. She's not a character. Like she's a draw for some person, like some type yeah, of person. Yeah, who so br- I, I
1: think how, like you know people from this from the burbs who are from coming in to
0: see Countess. And she stands for she stands for like some really like rarefied thing in New York where it's like, yeah. oh, great. we get to like, breathe the same air as her for like yes. a night. Yeah, and while we're breathing the same air as Heidi, we, we have ask. to ask the question: Heidi, what was the culture that made you say culture is for me? just the formative culture that made you want to move in a, into a cultural direction.
3: <laughs> I think, I mean, I was such a little pop culture, little geek that, um or comedy little nerd thing, yes. that I think it, I would say it was like a mishmash of um Waiting for Guffman and yeah. Jack Black. Wow. Great, Jack those Black, go
0: hand in hand together, I think. Jack
1: Black is culture. Wow. Yeah. He really is. And he, I have to say, is being copied by someone. Do you know who I'm going to say?
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. I Black love is... him.
1: But Adam Devine is,
0: is doing a Jack a Black little
1: bit, A little bit. A little bit. You cl- know what a, I mean? A
0: more sanitized. not, And that's not to say like no, it's, it's worse or better. It's no, just it's like, just saying
1: he's obviously an admirer of Jack Black's.
3: I will say, yes, when, when Adam Devine popped, like the first workaholics, I was yeah. like, the way he was delivering yeah, yeah, yeah. lines was like, uh, it was killing me. Yeah, in the, in the way that, like, same, like, yeah, the flair that they put on, yes. the end of line, that kind that, right. of,
1: like, I don't even know how to do it, but like, it's like, this, it is like, day, a, yeah. like, it's like a specific pattern that's like, and this is not a shade to Adam Divine, but like, I, I, you can tell he was like. Jack Black was like a thing for him sure. um, but like yeah, School of Rock is my, is I think one of my favorite movies of all time it's so good it's Saving,
0: like, Silverman.
2: Saving
3: Silverman oh yeah oh. are you a Tenacious
1: D fan oh
3: I mean <sighs> I was like a little I was a Tenacious D like groupie really? I used to go to show I used to <sighs> like travel to shows to see Tenacious D I loved them so much wow. oh my god they yes.
0: were pretty amazing they were i i liked they even like broke through to me i i like try to put up every shield to be like no this is not for me when yeah. i was like a teenager and i was like oh but this is actually very good wow they are very good i'm
3: hilarious and incredible Incredible
0: songwriting singing
3: yes it really voice. was great
1: and yes. also
0: just like tribute is like a
1: ride of a song yes. gorgeous there's nothing like tribute
3: and Wonder Boy. Just a tribute. If you listen to that again, it's uh-huh. like epic. Uh-huh, it's like uh-huh. so they had
1: movies too, right? Like t- t- in t- the t- Pink yeah. of
3: Destiny or yeah. whatever. Right, right. Yeah,
0: right. I don't think I've ever
1: seen
3: didn't any of the movies. Me but
0: neither. But didn't they have like a moment like a few years ago where they were like they were back or are they back now? They like, are
3: back now. They're touring now. Great. Um, they were just in my hometown, Kansas City, on my birthday, but I couldn't go to it. it. I wish I would have. Have you met Jack? I, so just being a super fan back yes. at that time, oh, yeah, of course. I'm, I met him, um, like, like at a, at a, at a tenacious D- yeah. concert. Yeah. Great. But you know, and like could barely form just oh. was like, you just so everything you do is funny. <laughs> yes. He's
1: amazing. No. And also that's like, this is like, sometimes I think we were just talking about Oscars, like. I always think, like, you should nominate people for performances that no one else could give. She School of Rock is something that no one no else one could one else do. Else no. No
3: one. No one. No one. No one. Like, it, it's, like, on the same level as, like, um, it just, like, it, like Jim Carrey. Like, Ace Ventura. Yes. Yes. No one else could be that, like, vulnerable yeah. Yeah. and, like, and also that funny. Yeah. Like, it's yes. just, like. That should get the ultimate, ultimate award. Yeah,
1: just in for some way. for the kind of iconography that is like that scene where he is, where they're like, "Well, what would your song be?" Like, they're learning their regular, there's song they're going to do, and he's like saying, and he is that there's that long segment where he's like pitching them his song, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then this would come in, and this would come it's in, and he so does it good. all in like one shot. Yeah, it's so good, and and to act with kids that whole time and like. Be on the same level and like he's the audience, but also they are, and he's the funny thing. But the kids are all so fun. It's yes, just such yes. a
0: good movie. Yeah, I think about that movie constantly. Yeah. I was obsessed when it came out, and like yes. saying "Teacher's Pat all the time. I still like hum it, and like it's still oh, like oh yeah, comes classic. In and I just like hum it. And I'm just like, what a great song. Like ooh la la la. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, great great movie. It's like it's. I think it's even like better than like Sound of Music in that way. Like that tells
3: <laughs> it tells like in terms of the story it tells. What? It's I like mean so- I do too for sure I'm not. <laughs> It's
0: rule of culture number 11, 11. School, School of rock is better than, than sound, sound of music. music No it's like it's, it's the same like archetypes That are happening It's like wow. he, he, he's cast out of this group to go like work this thing that he doesn't, he thinks is gonna be bad and not rewarding. He meets these kids, he like finds inspiration in them, like mm-hmm. makes them. You
1: think that ooh-la-la-la-la la, la, is better than her. I'm a hero with a little yeah.
0: <laughs> I just think, no, A Sound of Music is like all-time classic, but like School don't of Rock. Check. so is School of Rock. School of Rock is Miranda phenomenal. Cosgrove, Mar- early Becca Miranda Brown, Brown, Cosgrove. Did, I Don't Think So many yes, Brown. So she
1: played the bassist <laughs> she and the bassist. she just
0: did our show in Chicago. Chicago. She's great. So
1: cool. It's the coolest. She's
0: a Chicago comedian. She's Also, um, Uh, my friend Zach Infante was in it. Zach Infante. Yeah, he played
1: the manager. Okay, yes. The little one that's like, "Uh, the harmonies and the lights and the... (laughs) And then then he's like, you gotta relax. That
0: kid. (laughs) Yes, I did shows with him in college and he was a friend of mine. There is, I do think about the kid who played just gay voice all the time. I'm like, oh, oh yeah,
1: what's his deal?
0: I don't know, but I'm just like, I hope he's, I think he's doing great and I think he's like working, he's like in the biz, but it's like, I hope he like is so, I think he must be so well adjusted to have like, been willing to play that role and yeah, played so the well. The gay kid, but yeah. to have like, it was a time when like I remember like seeing it in the in the theater with my friends and like having like all the kids like yeah. everyone laugh at that and I was like, are we laughing For the at right him reasons? or with him? And I think like you have to be so well adjusted to like have made it through that and been and and like understood that that's what was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like yeah. he like whatever he like took one for the team. I think. That movie the also has 100. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> that movie also has iconic Joan Cusack. Yes. Oh. Sarah Silverman. Mike White. Yeah. Mike White. Oh, Mike White. Who wrote it?
0: Right. Yeah. He wrote that's right, it.
1: That's right. That's right. Who I, then he was on Survivor.
0: <laughs> like he's the most <laughs> interesting person. Didn't know gay. Gay, and then fucking Survivor, and then fucking incredible um, screenwriter, enlightened, enlightened. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: amazing.
3: We were just. Uh, Zeb and I were on a whale-watching tour in in Provincetown. Oh. And um, Zeb was, like, nudged me and was like, hey, there's a guy over there that's a celebrity. You might want (laughs) to check it out. And I was like, he's never, like, done that that celebrity-wise. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a big celebrity on this whale watch, you know? And I looked over, (laughs) and I was like, that's not a celebrity. That man looks kind of like Mike White. (laughs) That's what you're thinking, isn't it? And he was like, Uh uh-huh.
1: Was this okay. post <laughs> SNL so, um, when you had been this around this celebrities already? For, yes, this <laughs> was this, this was
3: two weeks ago. <laughs> There's a major celebrity there. Like <laughs>
1: Heidi's like breathing the same air as Robert De Niro, like six weeks of the year. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then it's like this is a big, big movie Hey, There's
1: a big, big celebrity <laughs> over there. Celebrities
0: okay. <laughs> That guy kind of
3: looks like Mike White. I just have to say, because we were talking about Jack Black and um uh, Mike White. Have mm. you guys seen the movie The D Train? No. Oh,
1: is that also with James
3: Marsden? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: So funny. Really good. So funny, okay. and like under the radar, mm-hmm. but just like, and it's like classic Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Jack Black that like yeah. popped on the scene and totally. was like so. He remember? So good. Did you
1: like Tropic Thunder? Yeah, it's it like, like it's it's weird when you watch it now because the Robert Downey Jr. stuff is like. Crazy. It does this hold yeah. up? We don't know. I think they were making a comment on it, but I mean, whatever. The I, movie I, I haven't watched it in a while. Like, but Jack Black, it, like underrated, a good part of that movie. Yes. And I
0: actually respect that movie. It was like pretty epic. I didn't see. I haven't seen New Jumanji, yet, and I hear he's great in that. Oh, he's oh, so, so to, good yeah. in Jumanji. Okay, I need to
3: see that. Oh yeah, my I god, I like, forgot show. he was in that.
0: Right, right, and he's he's playing like the, the, the like he's playing the main kid. Um, or one of
1: like I forget exactly what goes down, but one of them turns into him, and they're like, "Fuck, yeah!" Or, oh no, you know what? Gr- it's the hot girl. Yeah. So oh, yes. the, that's hot funny. Girl, uh, the hot girl the hot girl in the move, like in the in real life, uh-huh, uh-huh. gets sucked in the game, and she becomes it's Jack Black, so and she's fun. like, Yo. "So good. that's so good, so that's a really
0: fun turn." Yes, he is. I feel, and I feel like he, he that couples nicely with Waiting for Guffman or with Christopher Guest stuff too, and mm. like Waiting for Guffman. So good. Oh you, you've seen it. You haven't no. seen it. I haven't seen it. That's fine. It's, fine. it's fine. It's, it's, yeah. it's annoying, but like, I, I haven't seen it, you but I know. But iconic Parker it. Posey. I get the yeah. whole vibe. Iconic it's, Parker Posey. Iconic Catherine. Yeah. Um, iconic. Catherine O'Hara, yeah. Iconic Eugene Lovey. Like, everyone's so Fred good Willard. in that. I mean, Fred everybody. Willard.
3: Every line, everything. Yeah. My, one so of my special. favorite lines
0: from that movie is in the very beginning where it's the city councilwoman who's the descendant of Blaine Favre, and She's like, you know it's hard being a descendant of Blaine Fabian and I certainly understand how the Kennedys feel. And I'm like, that's such <laughs> <I know>. funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's such funny. Uh, and like, God, I I don't know. I miss that. Like, that was a yeah. That was like, that was the first piece of like whatever, like prestige comedy. Well, not prestige, but it was like someone like bought it for me. My friend Dylan, um, my friend Dylan, fucking bought it for me for Christmas one year. And she was like, here, you'll love this. You should you, you should watch this movie. And I was like a freshman in high school, and I'd never seen it. And like I my all I was watching, all I was consuming comedy-wise was, like, The Simpsons and SNL mm. and, like, Seinfeld and that was that. But this was, like, the first piece of, like, this is so specific. Yes. And I and I think you would like it. But mm. I took it in and I was, like, wow, yes. And I was obsessed.
3: Oh, oh what a good name. Obsession. You know what my favorite line is? What? When he needs more money for the show. So he goes to, like, the city council and he asks for $100,000. Yes. And they're, like, they're so taken aback. Yeah. And they're, like, quirky. I mean, the budget for the entire town for the whole year is 10,000 and <laughs> that, that includes the pool and he goes well there's no swimming in my show and then like <laughs> oh,
2: there's no and then what does he say like I,
3: and then what does he say like yeah, i'm I,
0: like yeah, i feel I'm, so what does he say he's like so he's so upset he's yeah, like about to cry and then the he station. said i'm going to
3: go home and bite my pillow and bite I my hate pillow. you in your yeah, ass yeah. face yeah yeah in <laughs> your ass face i was
0: just thinking today i was like thinking about parker posey's line reading of um I was reading about New York. It's just an island. Oh. <laughs> it's just an island.
2: Oh. It's just an island. This is so good.
0: Um, I think, I think it it might still be my favorite. Christopher Guest. Is it yours, or is it the first one you saw?
2: It,
3: no, I saw Spinal Tap like very great, young. Great, great. Loved it. Waiting for Guffman is my favorite. But I will say that recently I've watched Best in Show like just a few times. I'd seen it back then and loved it. Yeah. Um. Michael McKean oh. and... Who's the other actor that plays his partner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, He's got um, three names. It's like, yes, I know exactly. What you're talking I know about. Who you're talking yeah, about. yeah, yeah.
1: They're amazing. So, so good. Th- that
3: is my favorite on-screen couple of yes! all time. Wow, they yeah. love each other yeah. so much and are also so funny and they love their dog so much. Talk to and Daddy.
1: They-
2: <laughs> I, I, I literally say
1: that every time someone is not someone else is paying. Whenever we do that, I've done it uh, to someone a bunch. I'll just go talk, talk to, to Daddy, daddy. Oh. and literally no one ever catches it. But it it it's my favorite reference
3: uh. when he. has he's packing seven kimonos for yeah. the, yes! the day and a half they're gonna be gone and he calls him out like we're gonna be gone just a day and a half and then he goes and gets like another two kimonos <laughs>
0: so funny
3: oh I love them so also, much also just
1: like yeah truly like that movie I think uh, is my favorite f- Christopher Guest without having seen Goffman yeah yeah, yeah. mind you um, but it just for me it's like the relationships are all so Strong. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's what I love about that movie. Like, even like, which is hard because Coolidge it's a, and Jane Lynch, like, it's hard because that, it's a lot yeah. of couples. It's just couples. Yeah. And of course, Catherine O'Hara and um, Eugene Levy are like iconic. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. especially when she she's like, when they're, they're getting their credit card return, they're like, I'm sorry, the card isn't. And she goes, no, that, that's a good that's the good card. Uh, that's no, the, that's good, the card. good card. Uh, that one. that
0: one should be good. That's the good one. Uh, <laughs> that's two that's two gay cup, two queer couples in that movie.
1: Yeah. Really? Oh Cause, yeah, cause Jane Lynch and, and Jennifer. Well they get together. They get spoiler together, alert. But it's like <laughs> Also gotta love Jane Lynch in that movie when she's like you know, um the, uh, it's it's not atypical to have a female, you know, head of household. You know, that's the way it works for my family. Mom went out and made, uh, you know, got made the bread, and dad stayed home, and it worked for my family until my mom killed herself in '98.
0: <laughs> Crazy
2: so
1: dark insane. and so funny so, insane so also and just jennifer Coolidge sitting there the whole time like uh. Uh, 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 iconic is her first uh. scene when she's talking about what she has in common with her husband oh, who's like so bedridden good. and old and she goes we both love soup, soup.
3: Like, you think that that, like, because I've heard that so many times in my life, you yeah. think I'd be over it? No. And then seeing it again, I'm like, you genius
2: woman.
1: Yes. So funny. Like, yeah. oh we both love soup that and was... snow peas and talking and not talking. talking. We, we could, could talk, talk or not talk, not talk forever and, forever and still, still find things to not talk, talk about. about.
3: It's so like- like- so good. The be- she just put together the best lines <laughs> ever.
1: Also, Parker posing in that movie is oh, on another I think level I'm in the Starbucks James. Get the busy me! Oh, oh my god.
3: They're monsters, those two, with their braces. Yeah. Yeah. The braces. And then when, when she goes, when when he's telling the story,
1: I was at one Star Starbucks, Starbucks. And she and was at the other Starbucks. Starbucks to to and it cuts her and she just goes, So good. It's
3: so good. <laughs> it's <Ew>. so good. <laughs> And they said their things in common were like, well, we love catalogs. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh.
1: Like sometimes I'll just say, Honey, what's new? <laughs> and <laughs> she'll have to flip through and see what's
3: new. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Honey, what's new? And then and he's oh, I think this is just so like he does such a good job of being an asshole. Like when his dog barked at someone else and yes, he told yes. them, I will sue your ass yes. so quick or so, like or I'll sue you so fast it'll make your head, head spin, spin. spin. Yeah. At the airport.
1: Spin. yeah.
0: God. Oh, oh man. No, there is so much in that. That that movie is gold through and through. Mighty yes. Wind is very sweet. Mighty Wind is like there's not as much like Mm. it's not as pop it doesn't pop as much i think best in show is like the most like it's the most jokes per minute and
1: mighty one was trying to do something different i think it was like so sweet
0: i remember what like they performed at the oscars yes they did yeah yeah. um
1: and then have you seen for your consideration mm -mm. okay for your
0: consideration is kind of like it's 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 still worth watching i'd say it's kind of known as like the
1: misstep of all those because that actually was the one i think it's the only one that's
0: like not it's not mockumentary
1: well i think it is mockumentary but it's or maybe it's not, no. but it, there's something different about it. It's like not
0: fully improvised. Like it's more scripted than the other ones. The, I think that, I think it might be still be kind of loose and improvised, but it, it there's no one talking to camera. There's no one being like, well, we're getting ready for, you know, okay, court cool season. It's, it's truly just like the first scene is Catherine Hahn's character, Marilyn hack driving into the lot. And like there, there's this like, Catherine O'Hara. Strange. Yeah. yeah. Or, sorry. Sorry. I said Catherine Hahn. You did. Sorry. Catherine O'Hara. Also another amazingly talented actor. Yes. Everyone's so talented. These <laughs> <Katherines>. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that's like the only non-mockumentary one. But then Jennifer Coolidge is... Mm. Jennifer Coolidge in Best in Show... No, in A Mighty Wind and in For Your Consideration, so criminally underused. She probably wasn't available mm. like uh, for the whole shoots, but like... She plays one of the producers, right? She's the producer. It
1: looks like the family has been baked into the cookies, and I want to see
0: that. <laughs> she just... It's just... And I want to see that. And I want to see and that. I see and that. then she has a whole part where she's like, you know, the job of a producer is... You, um. <laughs> <laughs> you just like I, I forget what the line is, but it's just her delivery is so. You know funny. who's in all those scenes, Sandra. Oh. Sandra. Oh, <laughs> I know. I I'm very aware that Sandra is in, is in that movie. Oh. It's just it's it's. I, I think it's like it. I need to I need to revisit it because it's like it, it gets shit on all the time, or maybe not shit on, but yeah. it, it is regarded as like the misstep. Yeah. But you
1: also so mentioned good. before Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, was he also huge for you? Yeah. Me too.
3: You know, like Ace her and Turin, Dumb and Dumber for mm, sure. But yeah. then when he went when he joined forces with Ben Stiller on the cable guy mm. and it was just that extra level of weird. Oh. It was just like, yeah. Oh, I loved it. And people didn't really like the cable guy. Yeah. Cause I think right. it
1: challenged them. You know what I mean? Cause that movie is, I think about something that, that like is that we're not like, they didn't really talk about, but sure. like that was that it, I think it was meant to be like a, like a sort of like deeper, weirder kind of deconstruction of that kind of like obsessive person. Yes. To me, one of the best performances ever is liar liar?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. I was gonna say Think liar liar. Think about
1: how difficult that is.
3: No one, no one else in the world nope. is capable. No. Of that. It, nope. And still, like I, I just can't. I, I still have such a like special place in my heart for Jim Carrey. Even mm-hmm. right now, I'm like such a fan of his Instagram and all his like inspirational oh, posts. yeah, yeah. Like, it's
1: definitely taken a turn, but it's yes, like yeah.
3: But. How could you not take a
2: turn after yeah. a life like that? Oh,
1: like it's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah. But the thing is, like, liar, liar. I think that, of course, all the physical comedy, mm-hmm. like, and the nailing of like every joke. But then there's that moment where he's like, "I'm a bad father," and he hears himself so say good. it, and that he was able to say it, and he's like, "I'm a bad father." And Maura Tierney, who is Maura. icon Maura Maura. <laughs> it's of Culture number ninety
2: three. Icon, icon
1: Maura. Maura. <laughs> She's in it too, and she's like, "You're not a bad father," and he's like, "I am, I am," and she doesn't get it. Like that scene is so yeah. good, yeah. and then just yeah. like the yeah. whole thing, like, "Oh man," that like he is, and then his dramatic work too. Like, did you you seen the Truman Show? Yeah, that movie is really crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I actually I only saw it recently for the first time, and it's like it's it's they it's really ahead of
0: its time. They well, I don't think they would make that now, or maybe they would, but it just would be like it would be very different. Like it it was the perfect sort of. Premise for a movie that, uh, for a movie that came out at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, Eter- and like Eternal Sunshine, we were just talking about in the yeah. car fucking love that movie
1: well th- they it, uh, you know I was just watching the movie Thelma and Louise on the plane have mm, you seen Thelma mm-hmm. and Louise one of my favorite movies of all time oh but like the way that movies used to like take their time setting up character and like really kind of seep in worlds like you don't see that anymore like even my best friend's wedding Dave Dave had never seen my right. best friend's wedding like and we, I was like we have to watch it now like we, we dropped everything and watched it that night but like The amount of time like it takes to get to know Julia Robertson, it takes her like a little while to get to the actual wedding and then you meet Cameron Diaz or whatever. Romantic comedies now, if they ever make them, it's like first scene like over a cityscape. Hey, my name is Miranda and I work in a magazine and this is my life. And it's just like, whoa, we're already in it. It's yeah, like Crazy yeah. Rich Asians, that first scene when it's know, like know, the text goes around the world. It's like it's just whoa, we're thrust whoa, whoa. into the world so quickly yeah. that it's like you miss when movies didn't feel like they had to be like eighty-five minutes. Yes. You know, like yeah. isn't it romantic I loved, but like it's so fast. Literally mm-hmm. eighty-five minutes. And they cut so much out of it, yeah, you could yeah, tell. Yeah. And we've had confirmed that it's like, I don't know, I just miss when movies like were feature felt felt, felt like, like features. That. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? When you
3: get thrown into it, you don't know. What to care about? Yeah, just instantly, it's just like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. dispute, and it's so nice to sit in and Mm -hmm. decide. Oh, I like this for. I'm starting to fall in love with this person. Yes,
1: I think that's why oftentimes now you see like a lot of lead characters that feel the most nondescript. Yeah, like I would say that about Crazy Rich Asians. Actually, I would say that Constance Wu is like the we are we are Constance Wu. Like she's the
0: surrogate, for and the audience, like
1: all yeah. the supporting characters are the ones that pop like obviously Aquafina and like you know Michelle and uh-huh, like all uh-huh. these supporting characters. But it's like when you watch something like My Best Friend's Wedding or any of these Jim Carrey movies, it's like you really know who the lead character is. And for My Best Friend's
0: Wedding, it's like a fully unlikable, unlikable. protagonist, protagonist yeah. that you st- who you still root for in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Julia it's Roberts Julia. is playing her, and you yeah. root for. Julia Julia you just do but it's interesting like to watch these movies from the 90s and then see like like what romantic comedy like Netflix is making now or whatever and it's yeah. just like the formula seems to be just different mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah. things need to be shorter
0: as like people's attention spans get shorter I guess Um, to go back to Jim Carrey I would there was a period of time when I would watch like E.T. like I would watch these like Hollywood sh- I would just watch like TV just to see if he was like on, like my mom, <gasps> like my sister, would be like Jim Carrey's on ET tonight. Oh, you
1: mean Entertainment Tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, sorry, okay, okay, sorry, okay,
0: okay. not yeah. Extraterrestrial, and I, I w- and then like I would like sit within inches of the TV just to like watch him be interviewed, and he would just make these crazy faces. Just his whole purpose in these interviews was to make the person laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, how does he do it? Yeah, like, I need to understand how this man's brain works because I want to be that someday. It was mm-hmm. like truly like this crazy, crazy, crazy obsession. Like my first full celebrity obsession as a kid and still like, mm-hmm. yeah, still yeah. like follow him on Instagram. I'm like, wow, Jim.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, or like journey. when he would show up on the MTV Movie Awards, like you knew yes. he yes. would win Comedy performance of the year. And mm-hmm. then sometimes he was like in character right. or like you just knew he was gonna do Perform. something funny. Yeah.
1: That's the thing too, is it's like that used <laughs> to be so that exciting. it used to be like, like where they'd have the presenters at the Oscars and you'd come out and be like,
0: okay, it's this gonna is gonna be, be, be the wacky one. Yeah.
1: And oftentimes it would be like Jack Black or Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell yes. Yeah.
0: singing that song about Del Taco that one year. Do you guys know what yes. I'm talking about? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. And it was like Jack Black, Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But now it's like I feel like they've relied a little like you kind of get the same people out there every single time now. Sure, but sure. it did used to feel like Jim Carrey would show up. What and like a novelty. No one else would matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever seen, like, he presented, like, Meryl Streep with, like, an AFI award one time. And it was literally him, like, not on mic, just screaming across the auditorium. I'm like,
2: Meryl! And she was like,
0: oh, it's a delight. And it it's such a delight to have this.
1: And like, he was just like running around the auditorium and that was just the presentation of oh, but her. but then
0: there was also, but then it was at the same awards where fucking um, Tracy Ullman came out and presented yes. something for Meryl too? Yes, yes. Oh. this is iconic.
1: So you have to watch this. So it's like Meryl Streep receiving like an AFI Lifetime Achievement Award and Tracy Ullman tells this hilarious story about how they, which I had no idea they did a movie together called Plenty in the 80s. <laughs> Which was like a drama with Tracy Ullman and Meryl Streep, but they literally filmed it in like Tunisia, and so they were flying from Tunisia back to the like United States or whatever. And Tracy Ullman tells a story about how they were positive the plane was going to crash because it started crashing, like it started to go down, and Tracy Ullman is like,
0: (laughs) "Doesn't Meryl impression?" She's like,
1: "I," she's like well, the papers are going to have something to say about this. Uh, oh. And then she goes, and I could see the headline now, Screen Goddess Streep Perishes in Tunisian Air Disaster. Meanwhile, like, Limey Comedian <laughs> Stacey Pullman. <laughs> also go. on board. Also on board. It's so she does it really good. I'm, I don't do it as good as Tracy Ullman.
0: Oh, wow. None of us could. None, None of us, us
1: could. Crazy. That's what makes Tracy but icon. Jim
0: Carrey, though, like, I think like we're due for a renaissance or something. Renaissance. I know I saw the Showtime show.
3: That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't seen it.
0: Have you yeah. watched any Today? of
3: it? Mm. No. Speaking of Showtime
1: shows, you know what I feel like you should watch is Kirsten Dunst in the On Becoming a God. Have you? You must have watched it.
3: everything. I, I mean, I just wrote this on a piece of paper that was like <laughs> anything she does. Yep. I wish I did like. Wow. Every single movie, also every single look. Yep. Like. Yeah. yeah. Her and the virgin suicide. We like, didn't even we were,
1: mention the vir- we literally on our last episode of the pod that we recorded, we talked about her so much. And then today in the news, she, she was quoted as saying she feels that Hollywood doesn't appreciate her.
0: Oh read the read the quote. I, read the quote. Yeah. I, I've got it. I've got it. I've you got get it. it. So, but, but
1: literally, we were just talking about how she's like never won a major award, rarely gets nominated for shit, but always has the best taste in things. Like yes. always seems to know like what projects to pick. And they all have like Staying power. Yeah. You know what I mean? And
3: just this under, even though she was so big, like so also big. she's understated in a way because she's never, obviously, yeah. and she thinks so too, never gotten like. Do you think attention. it – she
1: floats a theory that she says, I think maybe people think of me as the girl from Bring It On. I think would that she, people – people, people, because she was so kind of big when she was younger, I think people in their like dumb minds are like, oh, she's like – you can't take her seriously. She's like a teenager.
0: Meanwhile, she's fully 37 years old. Yeah. It's like – And your your theory is that Hollywood thinks that she thinks she's younger than she is.
1: I think that just there's like a there's like a perception of her as being like not like a leading lady type when she so obviously is and is is like
0: really makes everything look so easy that she does. Because she, I feel like this might be a weird thing to like connect, but I feel like she. In like what, two thousand three, two thousand four? Like her career was like I feel like on the same level as like let's say a Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. both yeah. in these big blockbuster Wimbledon. franchises, Wimbledon, like Wimbledon, and then like uh like they were like sh- like Natalie was in Star Wars, Kirsten was in Spider Man, Closer, and like Virgin Suicides, or like
1: yeah, I mean she's got some resume. Like they had like very similar.
0: Trajectory. And they both
1: work with prestige directors too. It's right. like, you know, like there's like a lot of what did she say? What's the quote?
0: So the quote is: I don't know. I've also had a lot of disappointment. The things that people like, remember when Marie Antoinette came out? Y'all panned it. Y'all panned <laughs> it. And now you all love it. Remember Drop Dead Gorgeous? Panned. Now you all love it. It's interesting for me. I feel like a lot of things I do people like later. I she's so right. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's kind of it's kind of confounding. It's like. She is due like such yeah. such a such a more like widely celebrated career than. Yes. Well
1: there's like so many smaller performances of hers that are just overlooked. Like my favorite example of like someone like really slang and like no one noticing is like her in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yes. Minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Another oh, Jim yeah. Carrey Tour de Force. Yes. Speaking of Jim.
3: She's I think so good in that. Yeah. yeah. Um did you guys watch Fargo season two? Yeah. Oh. I mean, that whole show, but
1: what she does is so hard. Like, and also, like, the thing about her is, like, she's a real character actress. Mm -hmm. She embodies characters and she's good at accents. Yes. Like, she's Mm -hmm. like this on Becoming a God in Central Florida. We were talking about it today. I was talking about it today. Um, With someone and they were saying like, you know, you see her and she's like really playing this woman like her transformation is like she gets her braces off, but her body is still like this, a normal woman's body, Uh you know what I uh mean? Like it's uh like she just like really commits to authenticity in a way that I feel is like rare. I think, and then part of this. Uh, part for, of for this, someone that came up in the 90s when sure. it was like a lot of like, there wasn't so much awareness on the fact that we like do this to women in Hollywood, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I bet a lot of her contemporaries are like, you know, like, Have been. Ha- are, are like, a victim of that kind of culture which was the late 90s early 2000s i remember like perez hilton was calling kirsten dunce like a shit stain on his website like oh, yeah seriously like she's God. been through a media age that
0: was like very cruel to women sure mm-hmm. she in the same interview i think was like i don't know i guess i'm just chill like yeah but like in a way that was just like i don't know people like people like don't People like look like overlook me because I guess I'm just like chill and I don't like make too play many the ways. game as I much. I don't play the game, which I think I truly think she does because she was on Colbert like recently to promote the show, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I forgot that this was like Kirsten Dunst, like the person. She's not like larger than. She's just like a chill person. No, yeah, she's an
1: actress who that's what she
0: does. Like she's not a celebrity. But figure. don't you I have don't you have like such respect for that? I'm just like yeah, that's so refreshing, and I. I'm obsessed, and like that's what I want. This, here's a question <laughs> for here's a question for you. Like, do
1: do you get like a lot of like press oppor- like opportunities? Do, are they asking you to do a lot of press now that you're like um like not a veteran of the show? But but, like, you're out of been that out like a embargo of years? for like yeah, that
0: first not, year. Yeah, not like
3: not not too much. You know, you know more than yeah. a year ago. Uh, yeah, but yeah. You, when
0: you, but you on Seth was truly a beautiful, beautiful moment. Oh. I loved it. <laughs> do you see Heidi <laughs> on Seth? I Saturday? did. I saw it. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. I was like, oh my God. Do you feel comfortable with it? Or is it weird?
1: I'm
3: trying to get more comfortable. Yeah. I think that being like a people pleaser my whole life, yeah. I can, um, air more on the like polite. Yeah. And it, The closer I can get to just being myself is like a challenge I have mm. every time I do something like yeah. this, you know, just to make sure I'm, being myself. Yeah. Totally. And also it's like
1: that thing of like be yourself, but also be like
0: entertaining for us. Well, it's
1: like a lot to appear effortless.
3: <laughs> it's yeah. like effortful let's ta- let's to be
0: effortless. Because being effortless truly is the hardest thing in the world, ironically. Well, some
1: people is it even real?
3: It's
0: probably not real.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think some people are just really good at like and at, at having a lot of energy when they go out there. But you know, I was recently watching um like a clip of Aubrey Plaza on um it was like a super cut of Aubrey Plaza on Conan and i guess her bit on Conan is that she goes out there and is like whatever like okay, I don't, really, I really don't want to do this, and that's like a bit that she does. But like, I really respect like sticking that bit because to go out there and be like anti-energy, but it's so funny. Like that is hard. Was and the then audience if, it, if it's like not, it? yeah, I mean, okay. he and he's laughing and he's like, he's like, um, so what have you been doing? And she's like, I don't know, I've been busy. <laughs> and he's like, okay, all well, that kind of stuff. And she's like, um, I don't know, I did a movie that I'm here to talk about which you know. That's and funny. he's like, okay.
3: But now she's so lucky that she has that and then it is effortless. That's I know. So easy right, at right. this point. But like, how do you get those? Because, you know, the first few times weren't like that probably. Yeah, like, no, you had to be nervous. How do you, get to that point where now it's I know. Easy.
1: Also Kristen Wiig, whenever she goes on it, like whenever she's on The Tonight Show, it's always as a character. She'll go on as a like character Michael, Michael Jordan. Or, yeah. yeah, I
3: know in a bald cap. I'm like, oh you <laughs> ah, want to get to that place <laughs> where know. people automatically are just excited. Like me with Jim Carrey on the MTV movie. <laughs> yes. Like, like just knowing yeah. you're in for it.
0: They're going to do something funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like I think I think I think it's I think it's like we it's already there for everybody to just like show up and like not expect people to be excited but just to like I don't know like carry that as if you like walk into walk into a situation carrying this uh image of people already being excited that you're there kind of just helps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm well
1: being a guest on like, like Joel recently told me like he's gonna start doing press, press for like show, Sunnyside yeah. Joel Booster is like on that show Sunnyside on NBC and he said that he, he mentioned he was doing a show and I'm like I looked at him and I'm like but you're my friend <laughs> you're not allowed I'm gonna watch you on a show get interviewed no no wow. <laughs> it was weird I was like he was like oh, I'm gonna be on Seth Meyers and I was like no no you no, can't you can't do that
2: yeah
1: you're That's... not famous you're my friend <laughs> you're
2: my friend
3: awesome. <laughs> I have a friend, my friend Michelle, who the second I got on SNL was like, what about the trolls? And I was like, <laughs> Michelle, I was like, well, yeah, the, you know, that'll be hard, you know? And she's like, do you want me to start it? And I was oh. like, what do you mean? She was like, start it. like, start, so you know, so like the first negative thing comes from a friend. And I'm like, Oh, what? my God. And every time, like, she's always just kind of being like asking the questions like, what if this doesn't work out? And I
2: was like, uh, I'll
3: be a teacher. I don't know. Like Michelle. will be a teacher. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> but it's, and she's been my friend since second grade. Like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I feel like <laughs> you have been embraced and beloved, like in a way that like, not that we haven't seen in a few years, but like, I really feel like the response to you has been so good. Oh, Do yeah. you feel that?
3: Well, like, not according to Michelle. Uh, well, that, well Michelle. literally, fuck Michelle.
0: Michelle. Michelle's the one who's like orchestrating, like the camp, like truly fuck Michelle. Um, Michelle.
1: But I do feel like you've you've like it's you've hit hard.
3: Oh, that's right. Really and I, I it is very nice fun
1: to watch you to say. slay. It's
0: <laughs> it's it, it's the coolest thing in the world you <laughs> really kill those weekend update characters. Do you have like
1: someone that you write with a lot at the show like over like or or how, what's what's the machine that is Heidi Gardner?
3: The machine, well, you know, uh from being a shy person at first, I think mm. like the the first few weeks at SNL, you know, it's yeah. first year writing by myself, you know, which was just because it's scared to knock on doors and yeah. be like, yeah, hey, yeah, I, yeah. "Hi, I'm me and also do you want to write with me?" Yeah. Mm. So, um <laughs> that was like a character defect, but also I think let me get my point of view out to even just the writers and producers. Yeah, and, yeah. and then, you know, Sudi I write with all mm-hmm. the time and Fran Bowen, uh, James, Anderson. James yeah. Anderson. You and Mikey. Um, yep. Yeah, me and Mikey. Oh yeah. Uh, you and
1: Mikey are like a, a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: that was a goal this year. I was like, I want to have like chemistry with a cast member. Yeah. You know, I yeah, want to
1: yeah. do something. Oh my
3: God. So that is fun. Andrew Dismukes is, um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he he's, is wacko. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love oh, his oh, shit. And also best.
1: I loved that, um, Florida Bama shore sketch that you guys did uh, <laughs> a couple years ago where yeah. you were like, um, I was born in Epcot centers. <laughs> I was born in Epcot <laughs> centers. <laughs> and then Sudi told me about the line that was cut. And I was born in the China section of Epcot <laughs> centers, centers, which means I'm half Chinese, half Disney, <laughs> Which I can't believe they cut that. I know I love it's that so line. Half, funny. half Chinese, Chinese, half, half Disney. Disney. <laughs> it's so funny. Also, Disney the mix. fact that it's
0: Epcot Centers. <laughs> centers. It's
2: a lot that of is centers.
0: He can just tap into like southern nonsense, like like fucking southern nonsense, like bayou, panhandle.
3: Yes, that's why language. I like working with him. Well, it was like. It was me, him, and Luke Knoll, and I think we all come from different yes. parts of trash <laughs> that we could all, and then to let that trash just swamp uh, together was like, oh, this feels so good.
1: perfect. It that's really perfect. is <laughs> so vivid. Luke
0: Knoll, love that boy. Cute boy. L- let me tell you something. Ooh.
1: When you, I, we run into each other a couple times in Los Angeles, and handsome. So
0: handsome. So funny,
3: you can play yes. the guitar. Yeah. We just played, Zeb and I played with Luke and his girlfriend, Caitlin, a.m., um, like one of those card games of yeah. role play. Like, I would say it's like a geekery type ga- like mm-hmm. one that I'm not like I played Settlers of Catan yes. with them I'm not used to those Right. And this one was called Love Letters and mm. it was all like you earned cubes to have sex with a princess <gasps> and it was really fast a fast playing <laughs> game but it was very fun because <laughs> no, I'm always intimidated I'm like my mind ain't gonna work like oh, that I'm I not know. gonna I don't get have this for it, yeah. but he's really into those so any Luke Knoll fans <laughs> he's into love role letters. playing you gotta send games. them board
1: game pieces <laughs> He'll but like
3: that. he's got a girlfriend, Caitlin, who's awesome, so.
1: So listen, girls, <laughs> so don't girls be sending don't. nothing. We're only <laughs> yeah. talking to you men. If you're a boy out there, like you're a Luke Nell fan, you can send him game pieces. <laughs>
0: yeah. But only game pieces that he P.O. and Box Caitlin will Luke like. Nell.
1: And I will
3: say, he was referring to these Game pieces as fuck cubes. That's the only time I'll cuss on this. Wow, Heidi. For t- for another another that's the only time I'll cuss
1: <laughs> on, on this. Another front runner for title of that. That's <laughs> the only time I'll cuss on this. Have you ever met Rachel Jarovsky?
3: Yeah. Don't you feel yes. that they have very, they have similar, very energy. similar energy? Yes. I knew her for like a week and I thought she was awesome. It's yes, so funny. She's great.
1: Yeah, yes. she, you guys just remind me so much of each other.
0: She was like, she was like between me. She fucking loves basketball too. She loves oh, I didn't basketball. Know that. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Fucking So months. you're like a basketball queen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Walk well, us through. Because I think, because Heidi and other people, I think have all had separate conversations with me where they're like, you, basketball is the best sport to follow because there are narratives that play out. And yes. like It feels, it's like, it's like, ter- it's, explain. I will, I will compare some, but it's like drag race. It's I like,
2: see.
0: you there, there are these people that you're just like invested in and you want to see where they go and you want to like see. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, talk us through like the, the, the perennial appeal of basketball.
3: Well, the narratives, well, just from the start, I grew up in the time of like, Jordan-era basketball, which was just, which is like superheroes, you know, like the Air Jordan dunking Uh was just super fun. And also there were so many, it's so many personalities like on every team. And so there's usually like the star, like the Michael Jordan, the Charles Barkley, the Shaq. Uh And then there's always like a number two, you know, it was like Jordan and Pippen. And so lately in basketball, Um, there have been these like kind of super teams where there's almost like three players that Mm. are like amazing and then so it's like on the Golden State Warriors it's like Clay Thompson Steph Curry and then they got Kevin Durant and then that makes Uh a super team and then you're just like uh, they're never gonna lose and they Mm. won like five years in a row yeah well what's happened with the NBA like over the summer is that Now it's back to those two man squads. Like there's no super team. Wow. So now none of us know what's going to happen. And it's like this motley crew of like uh, people partnering up like James Harden and Russell Westbrook who used to play like seven years together. And now they're back together and everyone's trying so hard to win a championship and like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are together. There's all these combos and we don't know what's going to happen. And it's just like so exciting to see how will these personalities work together, play together. Yes. And I'm a massive LeBron fan who's been a part of super teams as well because I'll, if anybody cares about the NBA listening, oh. who will be like, well, she didn't mention LeBron having a super team too, but he did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: but I'm just a LeBron lover because um, he to me is like a, a real life superhero. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Who was the, um, when the draft picks were happening, I remember we were at work mm-hmm. and you were watching and who's, like, the kid that everyone Zion. wants? Zion. Who's,
3: so, like, who also would seem like the next LeBron. Of, yeah. Like, he looks like, like, when, I, like, LeBron's, I'm not saying this in a creepy way, like, LeBron's physique yeah. is out of this world. Yeah, like, it's a robot, it's a superhero, right. it's a man, it's a <laughs> everything. Yeah. And Zion as the next wow, physique, the I next think.
0: top physique, because we're LeBron America's next top physique. America's, yes. America's next top physique. We're, uh, did LeBron have the similar a uh, similar physique to Michael to to Michael Jordan? No, Got like, it.
3: Michael Jordan at was first lean and tall. Lean, yeah. and then he had to bulk up because people were coming after yeah, him. Yeah. So then he did get more muscular, but then but LeBron is just his what? own. LeBron was How like tall tall is LeBron? LeBron. I think he's six <gasps> nine.
0: But LeBron is like lean muscle, but buff, huge muscle, mm-hmm. could do anything. Yes. C- crazy proportions. Yes.
3: He spends a million dollars a year on his body alone.
0: Just working Wait, out? What, like, what does that like, mean, like just how, In terms how, of vitamins and like um, diet?
3: So diet, workouts, uh, cryo. He's got his own cryo right. chamber. Wow. Those are the only three things I can think <laughs> of. <laughs> and so I'm sure more money gets dispersed to other places, yeah. but... I'm sure like 700
0: K goes to food
1: like alone. Yeah. He's got to have like the best of the best putting in his body. Well,
3: I will say. So there was this one time where he posted his (laughs) meal on Insta story and I clocked it because, you know, usually it was like a steak and broccoli and he loves wine. Right. But this one night it was like um, (laughs) wine, a steak, and then, what I refer to as JoJo fries, which are like the potato wedge fries. yeah. yeah, yeah oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the college dorm um, in the cafeteria that I went to, they were advertised as JoJo fries. So my friend and I know him as JoJo, JoJo fries. JoJo so fries. I screenshotted that that he was eating JoJo fries, and I sent it to my friends uh, from college, Jenny and Austin. And I was like, Oh my God, LeBron eats JoJo fries too! Like this, is so because anything where I can have like the same footing as LeBron. Yes. Um. And then that night he didn't play; he was sick
1: oh really jojo jojo fries. Fries. Yeah, did they make you
3: sick in college uh, probably because I ate so many jojo fries <laughs>
0: do like, you think that it was uh, that he was sick and then he was like well I want to I eat what I want to eat it's not a normal game day I'm going to eat jojo fries
3: uh, personally I think the jojo fries made, made him, him sick. sick they interrupted his system and you can't okay. play on that
0: I, I, I honor that theory I also <laughs> think he could have just known that he was sick and he was like I'm going to yeah. eat what I want to eat
3: I'm not playing tonight. I'm not playing
0: that many JoJo Fries.
3: Yes. It could go either way. Okay. JoJo Fries. (laughs) When really, I mean, basketball players can play on anything. This is another thing I love Uh about the NBA is that a lot of basketball players coming in, because, you know, they're like 17-year-old kids. Mm -hmm. They You know, they haven't learned from the nutritionist yet. So they're just addicted to candy. Like, there's a stat. (laughs) That Derrick Rose, when he was still, he missed out in college on an NCAA tournament because of a gummy bear overdose. What? And I eat a lot of gummies, honey. Yeah, oh, me too.
0: Me, you, Sudi are the gummy overdose? queens of um, gummy bears?
3: You know how many I eat gummies? So many. And there's lots of guys like this in the NBA. Like, there's a shot from the <laughs> Phoenix Suns, uh, like, two years ago. I, I love it. It's one of my favorite pictures. I should frame it. Where they are on the bench, there's a game going on. On the bench, the players are passing around a Tupperware full of what appears to be Halloween candy. Like, there's a lot of different little tiny packages and they are eating it on the bench.
0: Unbelievable.
1: And then
3: playing. And then they're
0: fine. And, because, playing and you think find. it's because they just went straight from being 17 to being, like, professional athletes. Yeah, they, they still did. love candy. They're still kids. I yeah, love Yeah, they're still that. kids. That's No, that's, that's probably right. Yeah. And... I don't know if that's that's what I don't know if that explains that I mean, I don't know why I love gummies so much.
3: I, I don't either. I I fucking love them. I love them. I have a love question
0: em. uh about I
1: maybe this is gonna be a little bit um incisive. But uh <laughs> what say you about all the cheating that goes on in the NBA? These men are cheaters. Every uh, NBA player seems to be a cheater, and um we need a comment from you on that.
3: A com I mean uh, gosh, I'm such an NBA loyalist. There that, are a lot of
1: cheaters in the league. A lot of cheaters.
3: Well, I mean, I don't know what the rules are when you get in a relationship with an NBA player. I feel like it, There mm-hmm. might be a conversation up top.
1: Adulteristas. No, yeah,
3: I don't. I it think just that's seems true. like there's yeah. so much. A lot of road. A lot of, of stuff we don't know. No. Yeah. And a lot of conversations that
0: we're not privy to.
3: But there are. You know, I don't know. There are couples that I just think are um, are um coupled up. Yeah, that don't, you know, like Dwayne Ray- Wade and Gabrielle Union. That's true. They like are a beacon of hope. Tight. Yeah. You
0: met them, right?
3: I know. I just saw them. Oh, from my God. That's
0: <laughs>
1: Gabrielle Union is an icon forever.
3: Yes. And, and for her to forever. be
1: now married to Dwayne Wade, that must be huge. You must have liked her much more.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> from the they beginning. just
3: yeah, and they're so. I mean, I follow both on Instagram. They're so. They kind. have a
1: good relationship. They take. They, I think they take shots at each other in a way that I like. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And even like sometimes I can't remember who it was, but you know she posted a picture in a swimsuit, and another player I can't remember who it was just wrote like, "Damn," <laughs> and then Dwayne Wade was like dude yeah like he's checking up on
0: it you know but it is their friend yeah so that totally disproves and dismantles your whole thing you're right
1: I think that every relationship in the NBA is healthy
2: (laughs) healthy. (laughs) I think that it's
1: all healthy and I've obviously had discussions that we're not privy to and I'm happy to have brought it up on the podcast because now everyone
0: knows being a wag is its own job and like there are so many wives and girlfriends girlfriends. Uh, okay wag great so you know that's all it is. Oh Being my god, the wag. wag episode of Atlanta you should watch. That's okay. It's very good. It's very good. Wait, what it's called Wags? I think the episode is called Wags. Okay, cool. And it's it's um oh, what's her face that that amazing actress. The 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 female lead in Atlanta. Go like, it, like it's a bottle episode where she just goes out to dinner with this friend who's a wag. Susie Beats?
1: Like, huh? Susie Beats. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Susie
0: Beats and then she, it's it's, a, it's a, I think it's a bottle episode of it's just her character going hanging out with her old friend who's now a wag and is like rich and fucking like doesn't give a shit. And like (laughs) he's just like, oh I'm still horror. <laughs> it's, it's a really good episode of television. I'll
1: have to check that out. Um, and now it is time for us time. to check out I Don't Think So Honey. Okay. It's our segment that we always do on the pod. It's one minute to rant against something in culture mm. that we don't like. Our tours are completed for the year, y'all. Thank you for coming out to our
0: shows. If you did come out, that was very kind. They were so fun. Every show was so good. There was not a bad show. Truly not. <laughs> not thank not God, a God for that. And thank God, because there could have been Because they're always. I would have said, you know, we had a bad show in Wichita. (laughs) We didn't go to Wichita, but we didn't
1: um, go to Wichita. I don't think we have a fan base there. But if you're living in Wichita and you want us to come, we can hang out. We we'll go to we'll go to a local. We'll go to a local bar. Chili's,
0: Chili's. Um, all right. I have one. Okay. Yeah. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. And it's time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. Gators, oh. Gators. You guys are crazy. Oh my you're God. Li- you're reptiles. You are cra- crazy. You eat kids. Uh, the other day, I was in <laughs> Walt Disney World, and by the other day, I mean several months ago, and <laughs> I was thinking to myself about that gator that ate that toddler. Oh, that was inappropriate. No. You took that life. That hello there you can't be having gators um and also if you're Walt Disney World then you're not doing enough gator maintenance you need to be getting in there and finding them and pushing them yes. out yes. gators y'all are Speak dinosaurs you seconds. shouldn't actually be here I don't think so honey dinosaurs are extinct for many years come on I don't think so honey gators um that you they can also kill you with their tail Ugh. that is really fucked up did you know that if a gator swings its tail it could break your leg and snap it in half 15 seconds it can. Kind this of misses in books I don't think so honey gators because um, you ruin my favorite state, which is Florida. I don't think so, honey. Five Gators, seconds. um, you you kill someone and I'm becoming a god intentional Florida. Spoiler alert, I don't think so, honey.
0: Gators. And that's one minute. You know, you haven't watched it yet, but you know a gator kills a character? I know that a gator eats a character. <gasps> that's amazing. And I, and I heard from my friend, he said,
1: quote. You will gasp when it happens.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs>
3: Incredible. Florida is your
0: favorite state? Um
1: my
3: favorite state is
0: California. Okay, there you go.
3: If that's true about the Gator then I would quote your friend from The Dark Knight and say I have so much more respect for that show. Now <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Well, they did it. They yeah, did it. Okay. Also, I really was in Disney World and I kept thinking like we were like leaving oh, the hotel I and sad. I kept thinking about like that that horrific story about how that Gator ate that I toddler. I can't believe it. Like I read about it, and it was a mistake to read about it because it was, it's really even more upsetting. <laughs> but it was when an you,
0: ongoing story over the course of like two weeks, where right? there were like like new developments kept coming out, where like the parents, were, were well, the trying parents to sue. were
1: like going to sue, yeah, and then it was Disney like, like
0: sh- no,
1: it's sh- not sh- a yeah. thing because like the kid wasn't necessarily supposed to be there. But now, when you go to Walt, the Walt Disney World Resort, everywhere there are signs that say like that are like in front of the water. That are like, don't come here. Don't come here. Don't come here. You can tell they really went the extra mile to make sure that it never happens (sighs) again. Because how horrifying is that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very
1: horrifying. Very
0: horrifying. Let's sit with that no just it.
1: kidding alright this is gonna be okay. um, so my I don't think so honey was very successful on gators great um, this is Bo and Yang's I
0: don't think so honey his time starts now I don't think so honey Europe, you need to be closer to America because I was I would have gone to vacation in you for my five days the only five days I have out this whole summer I was gonna go vacation in you but you're too far away and it was it would have been too much time for me to spend flying and trying to like adjust to the time difference Europe you would be perfect if you were just a little bit closer about an hour and a closer to America, then it would be so good to be in you, darling. But I can't vacation in Nice. I can't go to, you know, Lisbon or wherever the hell I would have gone. 30 seconds. I had to cancel. I had to, I had to cancel a whole continent in my head. And I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll <laughs> settle for Turks and Caicos. So that's where I'm going. I'm going to Turks and Caicos, but part of me wishes I was at, um you know, the Amon Resort 15. in uh Switzerland. You know, part of me wishes I was in New Europe. Listen, it's not that I don't like you. It's that I wish I could. I I wish you allowed me to like Five you. Five seconds, and that and that's all. That's my beef with Europe, the entire continent of Europe. Also, you're going through some, some, some moments right now with the white nationalism, and that's <laughs> one minute. Of course, that
1: I don't think Tony famously ended on the words white the na- white nationalism. nationalism. I would say it, I guess it would be better for you if Europe were Canada, huh? If I was what? If Europe
0: were Canada. If I was more, if you're
2: Canada, Europe absolutely. Were Canada. I, I'm sorry, sorry, I
0: misheard you, but yes, I understand. And ca- famously, in Canada, Montreal is sort of like the European city of Canada. Yeah. So why don't you just go there? I don't understand it. Stupid. Montreal. I I don't want to like vacation there because it's like the the it's. It, you can go to La Ronde. Oh my god! Oh my god! We haven't talked about La Ronde. You know who I saw in La Ronde? Billy, Kevin I, Hart. Who? Oh, Kevin Hart.
3: What is La Ronde? La Ronde. So La Ronde
0: is this island in. It's this island in Montreal along the St. Lawrence River, and it's a theme park. They turned it into a Six Flags park. Oh. When I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was go to La Ronde. They wouldn't take you. Your my parents? Mo- my parents said no. That is for <laughs> that that is for rich kids, and they were totally bullshitting me. But they were like, they just didn't want to take me to the to a theme park.
3: It does sound like it's for rich kids. <laughs>
0: Oh La Ronde. La Ronde. well I think I think my sister and I used my sister went all the time but for me it was like I used that as leverage to be like well then when we move to the US you're taking us to Disney World and, <laughs> and it worked but my whole childhood because all the all the cool kids went to La Ronde over the summer every single weekend and I was like I want to go so badly
1: oh I'm so sad for you that you didn't get to go I can see the little
0: you like begging you got to go I got to
1: go to With any you theme and Kev- park I desired, hon. You and Because Kev- I, I was no. actually oh, <laughs> was taken to anywhere I wanted to go. My parents <laughs> never restricted me. They never I did.
3: never heard no. I <laughs> never heard yeah. no at all. I could,
1: say, I could say the name of a theme park, and I, we would be on
0: our way. Hershey Park.
1: Yeah. I've been to Hershey Park many times.
0: Many times. <laughs> and guess
1: what? I've done every roller coaster in there. <laughs> Oh
2: my God. This and monster. I would get to go now if I said to my parents, I want to go. They didn't make it
0: happen. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Heidi is horrified.
1: Oh,
3: no. Oh. Because I was at a theme park once, Worlds of Fun, where I'm proud Worlds of Fun, I, Kansas Worlds City. City. Fun. I've been to Worlds You've of Fun. To, but you haven't, have no. you? No. Okay. <laughs> so I was at Worlds of Fun and with two of my friends, well, a friend and then his little brother, who wasn't so little at the time. He was eight. Okay. And the mom was there and she's still pushed the eight-year-old in a stroller no. through the ante- and that is why I'm thinking of <laughs> no. you are that you got pushed in no a stroller I day. literally
1: would be <laughs> the one yes. I would be the one who would walk on my own two damn feet to every goddamn attraction no you
3: got pushed and you were no, like I roll didn't. me to the roller because no I literally I worked really
1: <laughs> yeah. hard and who was, was I in that park
0: no one because I wasn't there I was allowed yeah. to go boo
1: hoo stupid
0: meaning listen
1: cool. and now we turn to Heidi Gardner Oh my
3: god! And
0: it's gonna be your—I don't think so, honey. This is Heidi Gardner's. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts
3: now. Okay, warning. Europe's gonna take it again. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. <laughs> croissants are good in France. I don't think so, honey. America got better at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... And the proof is in the pudding. Go to Dominique Ansel, the creator yes, of the cronut. Yes. He forgot about the crow part of it. Okay, because <laughs> the croissants in France are low to the ground. No flake. America practiced and got better. It's the same as like... with the the NBA we're the dream team basketball in the Olympics 30 seconds but like sometimes you know you get lazy because you think you're the best and then Portugal or Spain comes in and wins Uh. France has done that with croissants Uh. Go to Proof in LA, go to the Village Bakery, you'll get a high-flying <laughs> croissant, lots of butter. Jeez, that flying. place, Maison Quisier, um, which I just butchered the name. I've just, a joke of a croissant. And honey, I grew up eating grocery store croissants and I've gotten better.
2: I don't <laughs> think so, honey. Yes! yes!
0: One of our best. <laughs> that was really good. Are you talking about Costco croissants? Because those things were high flying.
3: <laughs> I'm talking about Sun Fresh, but sun I, fresh, I bet we yes. see that we're thinking the same in Did our head. I,
0: Big, wide, yes. plump. Yes. Low <laughs> to the ground croissants. I don't no think flake. so, honey. No flake. No flake.
3: flake.
1: Uh, no, flake. with a hard K We
0: are Portugal and we're we're Lisbon.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I love I'll that. be going to Dunkin' Donuts and enjoying the croissants there. <laughs> oh, very good croissants. High flake, but I like them. High flake? That's yeah. what we like. No, I'm just saying I like, like the flake. If, if the if the barometer is no flake, you'd rather have no flake. Wait, no, what do I you want? want I, so I like want flake. flake
3: and I want I butter Dunkin and donuts, I hon. want big. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I liked you so much and then in the last two minutes with the theme park snobbery that you have shown and brattery, brattery. and then <laughs> this just how hot. cockily this Dunkin Donuts I just want to say that Constantly. my, my I don't think so honey <gasps> had nothing to do with the Dunkin Donut <laughs> croissant because I don't have I will try it but you, he's
1: you putting go. that
3: on to me you gotta go <laughs> he's oh, putting oh, that on no. to me
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is they know how to pair it with an egg and a cheese and a
0: and a sausage. Oh my god!
1: See,
3: no, I just want a croissant. <laughs> I just want. I don't. I don't like what croissant, croissant are
0: sandwiches. Is, no, <laughs> sandwiches or no, you don't. You don't need it. Shut up! I do.
3: They get so greasy and become their own thing. Exactly. Yeah, they they definitely
1: do. But yes. I enjoy what they become. Oh. Okay. I don't do just a croissant because I am not a pastry queen.
0: Mm. Mm. I am. <laughs> I got, you know, I love a croissant. It's it's truly my bread and butter. <laughs> <Ooh>. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ooh, now Heidi hates me, too. Oh, my God.
1: You well, guys are
3: bad at uh, <laughs> You start really strong and charming. At the beginning, I was delighted.
1: And towards the end, she had no respect for us. Had, oh, my she God. She had to leave. Ugh. And um, I, I, it attracts... Wow. This is a
0: fantastic episode of uh, Lost Culture A fabulous episode. We've been fantasizing yeah, about this very moment for Heidi, very much time.
1: Where can people find you every week on television?
3: <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Yay! <laughs> it's on
1: it's gonna be on right now. I guess we're in the season. Oh yeah,
0: by the time this comes out, we'll be season in the season. Season
1: 45.
0: 45. That's cray. I know. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That is fun. It feels like feels like I've been here the whole time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 45 years.
0: 45 baby. years, baby. Oh, 45 years, baby. Um, um Heidi, what a joy. You're truly the best person. The best one with the best person. And <laughs> I heard you give good gifts too. Christmas, gave everybody a plate of
1: cookies. (laughs) And I, and like, I I, said- like numerous people told me that.
3: But you know whose cookie was on that, that was the best cookie? Michelle.
1: Michelle. The one,
3: my troll, my best friend. Oh! Oh, She made, she came over and helped make cookies and her (laughs) cookie got all the attention. Uh, No, I didn't make, and no comment about no cookie. I said they were all good. No comment
1: about Uh, no no cookie. (laughs) (laughs) We love you you so much. We love you and thank you for being here. I
0: love you guys too.
1: And now we do. We finish every episode with a song.
0: And if you wanna be the
1: teacher's pet, honey, you you just gotta gotta forget it. Rock got no reason. Reason. Rock Rock got got no no rhyme. rhyme. You gotta get get me to school on time. Forever (laughs) dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. (laughs)
0: You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. I used to have so many men.